It's your boy Red Dusky. And it's your boy Rail here. You are now tuned in to the Spill. The Spill Podcast. Let's go. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Spill Podcast. Episode three. Episode three, man. The third one. We've been at it for like a month now. A month. We're going strong, really yep. strong. Yep. So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, no other. We got a special guest on the show. Inaugural. The first, the first ever. The first guest on the show. We never had one before. Never had, never had an interview. Mm-hmm. So when the Spill podcast goes down in history, it's one of the greatest podcasts of all time. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This will be the first guest. You're now tuned in with Artillery. Look up. Look up. What's good? What's good? How y'all doing, man? Artillery got him in the building. What up? What's going on, brother? What's good? Just vibing, you know? Hey, we appreciate you, man. Salute, salute. I appreciate y'all, yes, appreciate y'all for having me. We up and coming. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Hey, I want to I wanna thank uh, Artillery for the short notice of the interview. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're going to hear first that this is my relative. Yeah, we definitely family. This is family right here. <laughs> this is definitely family, you know. All right. I wanted to say something right. Mm-hmm. So, Spill it, man. I wanted to say something real quick. I never knew how to write a rhyme until mm-hmm. I saw this guy. Right around, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we look, um, uh, on this show, we're gonna, we're gonna interview, we're gonna get on with our normal, and we're gonna spill on the spill podcast. The spill podcast, the spill podcast. All right, up next, we got the rail report. The rail report now, artillery, yes, sir. The rail report is basically a sum up of some things that happened this past week okay just a couple things we're gonna talk about it we're gonna rap about it we're gonna joke about it okay. so the first thing that happened long overdue virginia became the 16th state to legalize recreational marijuana marijuana but you know oh, what they did man. you know what they did it's not until 2024 wow so they're telling us in 2021 that you'll be okay to smoke weed recreationally in three years. I think it's. I think they're gonna speed it up though. I think if they already put it out there, then that means there's nothing holding them back. I think they're gonna probably change some of the just some, and they just probably putting it out there like, you know, because they. Hey, just they to let y'all it. know. Yeah, yeah. Now I thought it was very bad good news. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very bad my, good news. My for guy, him. my guy is in the business. Oh, that's fine. I am. A, I'm an advocate. Let's go. Yeah, for it. I'm, Let's a, go. I'm an industrial hemp farmer. A hemp farmer, licensed yeah. by state of Virginia. That's fine. Hey, so hey. this was good news for me. It gives me time to get my shit together. Yeah, preparation. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, don't mean to cut you off, real. No, no, it happens. <laughs> Anybody got a weed store? Oh. Well, since I, I since I brought it up, let me let me bring up the first one. Okay. The reason I brought it up because I was with somebody. <laughs> you know? So, back in uh, oh man, 
Oh four, I'll be like oh five. Yeah, had to be around that time. And uh, and he like, come on, nephew, we're gonna go, we're gonna we're gonna go play basketball, right? <laughs> so, um, oh, me man. artillery, um, God rest his soul, uh, Orlando, Orlando, um, rest in peace, to old. You know, and uh, we go to the basketball court, right? And we see uh, familiar faces. Okay, um, MJ Tyson. Jim yeah, we was out MJ. there. And these guys were smoking us in basketball. Smoking us in the ball. Mm-hmm. Every time they... Sh- Passing behind the back through the legs. They was... <laughs> oh, they was wilding out. Yo, they was... <laughs> and we, we had to be like 14 to 13. They shouldn't even know some of the stuff they was doing. <laughs> it was like we was playing grown adults out there. Yo, every time they said Sprite them up, they was swishing that shit. <laughs> Sprite them out. So listen. Boom. We ran a couple games, you know. So... This one, the haze phase was out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. live like, and all man, that. Yeah. So yeah. they like red man. We got this purple. We got this purple. I'm like, I right, mm-hmm. not so, knowing what you're getting yourself had into. Yes. <laughs> so look, Over. they rolling, John. I ain't not roll. All I know is the puff, inhale, and pass. Uh huh. So while I'm puffing, inhale, and pass, I keep feeling my body leaving mm-hmm. the entire pass. Mm-hmm. All I knew when I passed is some said run. I ran straight. Man, took to off the all the way to the house. We like, yo, what you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> took off running. I was like, oh man. Oh, looked at me. He was like, what's going on? I was like, man, I that think paranoia hit. Thank you, thank you, tripping, man. <laughs> it's like he tripping, man. Let's we gotta go get him, bro. Yeah, them, them haze days was them haze days. Was uh, crazy. Full disclaimer: <laughs> marijuana's not for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> if you smoke it and you take off running, you might want to put it down. Yeah, we was young then. Young <laughs> What's next, rail? Well, we got the rail report. Oh yeah, definitely. We got the rail report. That was mm-hmm. Virginia legalizing marijuana in 2024. Yeah. So get ready in three years okay. for that. Now, the second part of the rail report: a third stimulus check for the fourteen hundred dollars could be. I need my stimulus check, yeah. <laughs> I need. Issue within the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Now you know a lot of people need this stimulus check. Yeah. For this past year. Okay. But a lot of people will be buying bundles. Yeah, because they They definitely buy bundles. The bundle stock is on the rise with and this the new stimulus check. The, the bundle stock is on the rise. Don't forget the last. We need more business licenses, man. But them people about to splurge at fourteen. Now we may get some business license. For real, we may get some of them. You get the, you can you can start a business off of fourteen hundred. We're gonna get a lot of PlayStation fives. Oh yeah, a PS five getting sold and bundles. Niggas out here slinging real good trying to get the PS five. Hey, you know what? Boy. Spend no money. Spend it. Spend it on whatever you want. They giving it to us. They giving it to us. I know all my homies like man. I'm trying to get a PS five. I'm like man, y'all crazy man. <laughs> and they buying them though. Oh, yeah. They buying them. They buying them. And I'm I'm I bought one. How much? How much did you buy one for? Six fifty. I know that's right. That's dedication. But it, it was pure dedication. dedication. You want to hear the story of what happened I when I bought my PS Five? Let me tell y'all the story. So I tried to do it early in the morning on a sneak tip. Mm-hmm. So won't nobody realize. I get up. My wife gets up. I already got the PlayStation Five. She can't say nothing. <laughs> so, like, let me get this it. This is tell what happened. Later. I get up. Early in the morning, I'm about to meet the guy to go get the PlayStation 5. So I go to the ATM. I'm hype. I'm playing music. I'm dancing in the car. Get to the ATM. Put my card in. Giving me the money. I'm waiting for the money to come out the ATM. 
the money goes back into the ATM. What? <laughs> the money went back into the ATM. Look at my bank account. The money's taken out. And I'm like, okay, this is like bad. the ATM was like, psych, psych, <laughs> yeah, yeah, super psych. So I'm like, okay, bank's not open at this time. They open in about 10 minutes. So I go to another ATM, right? Right. Just try to get to my, I'm about to meet the dude. He's already there to meet me with the PlayStation 5. Oh, he thought you was about to get him. Man. Oh, that's dedication. Yeah. Pure dedication. Yeah. So <laughs> I told you I didn't want to tell my wife, right? So I had to call her because now the, now the bank account's messed up. Now six six fifty out of the bank account. It's actually about to be more than that. Exactly. Once so I had to take. Pull. So I had to take out now another six fifty. Yeah, about to be paid a dude. And Went then, back to the bank. The lady's giving me a hard time about counting the ATM, which she got to do anyway. Oh yeah. Just to say, what you said, pure dedication for that PlayStation Five. It was pure dedication that morning. <laughs> so if you want that PS Five, just know you're gonna have to put in the work for it. Yeah, go to the right ATM. What he's saying, pretty much. <laughs> I don't think it was worth it. I don't think it's worth it at all. Hey, but you got it. But I got it. That was with the first stimulus check. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the first one. <laughs> that was the first one I spent my money on. Yeah. Well, we gonna move right along, man. Come on, let's get it. So y'all know March is Women's History Month or yeah. National Women's Month. National Women's History Month. So we yeah. want to recognize all the ladies out there. Shout out to the ladies, man. Shout out to all the ladies. Now, yeah. want to ask y'all, who are some influential women that had an impact on you guys? I mean, mine's mom definitely for sure. Oh, yeah. And, like, I got to salute moms because she had a little hard time in the streets just doing stuff. And, like, for where she came from to where she at now, like, she just motivated me. Like, none of the pitfalls can be too deep for you to not get back. You get what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right, right. Got to salute moms, you know. Um... Uh, I got you know grandparents. When we get out the family members, I guess that's like a cliche thing. But um, I, I salute, I salute. It's this lady by the name of Shahrazad Ali, man. Mm -hmm. She wrote this book called The Black Man's Guide to Understanding a Black Woman, man. Mm -hmm. She's like, she's like a a real dope female, like a real dope female, right? Um, what was her name again? Shahrazad Ali. Okay. Yeah, she fire, bro. Um, who else? Um. Then just just any of the influential women I work with, you get what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. just females that I've seen as artists, people at the radio stations. I've met a lot of DJs, female producers. You know what I mean? Um, it's a lady by the name of um, Bernie's Turner. She's a lawyer in Richmond. Mm -hmm. They call her the Flower Lady. Like she's the first person that ever like hired me for the like sale stuff. And she used to have me and my cousins and stuff out there with flowers, selling roses every Valentine's Day every year, and like. When I was growing up, she actually taught me a lot about um, hand-to-hand selling and business and stuff. So, there's a couple of them along the way. Is there any influence in your, like, rap career as far as artists, female-wise, that... Um, because a lot of times when, you know, we're rappers, we always recognize male artists. But do we... Is there any females? Lauren Hill for sure. Lauren Hill, absolutely. She said Lauren Hill because like we salute Drake and a lot of the artists for the rapping and singing thing. But Lauren, Lauren, she was a master. That was her swag, and she was a songbird. Yeah, not only was she like rapping with like regular, she won't. Yeah, it won't like it was twerking. She was literally giving you bars, lyrics. Yeah, like Lauren was really going in. You get what I'm saying? Like um, Erica Badu's another one. Yeah, with cool vibes. Um. 
Who else can I say? Who else can I say? Um, I work. I be working with a lot of dudes mostly. You know what I mean? Because you know it's a male dominated industry. Well, it now is. it's not because the women now. are kind of waving, but. And we oh, spoke, come we up, spoke about dudes. that yeah. how they women are all over the radio. Yeah, they they dominate right now. Yes, sir. Uh, they definitely yeah. dominate. I would say for me, that music wise, yeah, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Yeah, Blige. salute to Mary. Salute Mary's, to Mary. Man. man, let me tell you something about Mary. My mom, every mood, it was a Mary J. Blige song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking about every move, whether she was happy, whether she was sad. Mm-hmm. Mary had some fun. <laughs> yeah, especially the sad Mary shit. Had yeah. some Mary had to. Mary got a lot. Mary got a lot of people stuff burnt up and broken with bricks and oh, yeah. cars keyed up. Like Mary, K- KC Mar- was putting her through some. Mary shit. said them chicks on Avengers with that way and exhale track. Like oh, she yeah. won't. Mary was not playing with us. A lot of niggas was in the dog. Mary got happy and stopped making them songs, and niggas relaxed. Like, it, to me, it wasn't right. the same Mary. I it was looking, I was Mary. looking for the sad Mary, and it was happy Mary. Because I don't know, I think pain grabs you way more than happiness. Like, it feels it better yeah. to be happy it than does. be sad. But you probably the make pain, the best music with pain. Yeah, because it's like when you happy, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes you could be having a normal good life, and you'll still turn on a sad song for somebody and sing it, even though your house, your house, yeah, 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 your life is happy. Like you could be in a a perfectly good relationship, but I'm not gonna crack and come on, and your shorty still singing it, even though she happy as hell. It's yeah. just it's to just me for that's some the reason, best time to sing sad yeah, songs. For some reason, it's like the the strain, the stress, and the turmoil. Like it's just, and plus, I think when you happy, you don't you you use happiness for to help your vibe. But it's easier to remember. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's you, very you, impactful. You use happiness to help your vibe, but when you happy, like it's like you don't really need to listen to happy songs. You're happy when when you messed up, you really need to listen to them songs to bring you back. So. That's true. It just mean more to you, I think. It hit more. Red, what about you, man? What any influential females in your life? Um, like you said, uh, my mother <clears throat> my mother was a strong woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned from her every day. Uh gotta salute God mom yeah, though. Shout out to VA. It was my uh yeah. it was it was my great aunt. She was like but she was like my grandma slash mom. She raised my mom, right? Right, right. And they say they say a woman can't teach a man how to be a man, but she. I think she. I think she can play a part in it. Like you know, she told me. She told me. Uh, she told me that um, you know, don't know, don't know, woman want no broke dude. You know what I'm saying? That's damn. That's yeah. true. She yeah. She told me that you just can't be laying on you no know, woman's couch and think you a man. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that came from a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I was raised by a woman. Right. So. Yeah, my my great aunt and my mom told me a lot. What what woman in uh, music? Man, like you said, Mary J. Erica Badu. Um, a little bit of Patti LaBelle. Oh man, uh, took it back on us. Man, yeah, because I I like I like all music. Yeah, you know, it just whatever serenades my brain at the time. You know? I re- yeah. I remember being younger. My stepdad he had a record player. Yeah. Um. And I remember he had this one record, and this was the first time I ever listened to Gladys Knight and the Pips. Okay. And it was like some of the most, the best music I had ever heard in my life at the time. Ever in life. I know at, that's right. At the time. Like, I never heard anything like Gladys Knight and the Pips before. Right. And it's like, 
it can never be music like that can never be duplicated and you can't duplicate a Mary J you can't duplicate a Lauren Hill you can't duplicate a a Patti LaBelle and I think that's to me what makes you know it influential and impact but often you know women get overlooked they do they really do overlooked but they deserve their credit is due they deserve you know their month and more and it seems like they turn in the corner finally, you know, with getting getting respect. The respect level, yeah, yeah, respect yeah. That was definitely different. Yeah, I can I can believe that the respect level is totally different now. Yeah, the respect level definitely is different. So yeah, something about those grandmothers, man. Too. Yeah, like, that was a different. That was a different era. They were older, right? You get what I'm saying? They were older. Like a lot of a lot of the of the world is 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 real real fast now. So a lot of people's grandmothers like when we was growing up our grandparents was in their 50s and 60s and yeah. 70s like you meet a person now their grandma might be 45 she's still clubbing she's still going dancing 45 Fake. and you're looking at them like dag that's crazy like your grandma I mean, ain't 50 i can't i can't imagine being in the club with my grandma they yeah. still going oh, dancing bro with knee she replacements might tell me yeah. walk out the club because this is grown folks business so they, got, like, they got hip replacements and knee replacements still yeah. out there back then your grandma she was wise she was already old she had already mm-hmm. did that yep. she knew all the recipes they had tons yep. of information throughout living long or how to heal shit what yep. to put on yep. this what to do to that but since the grandma's younger now they still a little more they ain't as serious as a you are when you 60 70 80 so if your grandma 40 something you know what i mean of course she's gonna be in of course she's still moving around she still thinks she's sexy right you know what i'm saying grandma's our grandma was knew they was beautiful but our grandmas weren't trying to be sexy they was dead ass serious. they were straight grandmas yeah they was grandmas and like, now they're not you even even, they either taught you something the or they wore your ass out oh you get what i'm saying like but now it's different. Like you can have your grandma could be a dope ass friend now. Right, right, right. And you could just be chilling, doing normal stuff. She might wear the same outfit one of your girlfriends would wear. It's, <laughs> it's totally different. That's true. And they're not yeah. for watching kids like the old grandmas was. You know, you used to spend weeks upon weeks at your grandmother's house. Yeah, grandma might got something to do now. Where yeah, the they first, calling, they calling the three grandma, hours. They like, all right, where you at yeah, now? Grandma, first, grandma in Miami. Come on, get yeah, these first kids. Grandma I got was in a the date. house. Grandma in Miami right now. Oh yeah, she trying to get out. Grandma's is not the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it done totally changed up. It's different now. And that is the conclusion of the real report for episode Ooh. three. The real report. All right, y'all know what time it is. What time is what it? What I, what I. Time to get a little Hold on, we have to acknowledge what's in these cups. Oh, tell them what we got. Tell me we got real. All right, so last week we had the Terramana tequila gold. We had right. the gold one. We had the gold. Oh, we did have the gold. This week we got the silver edition. We got the silver Terramana by Dwayne Rock Johnson, DJ. Okay. We call him DJ because now we know him. Yeah, we know DJ. Oh, we didn't promote his product <laughs> on our show. Rock. Shout out to DJ. Shout, Shout out to DJ. DJ. Man. DJ. Send us some bottles over there. Hey, <laughs> no, you got them. You know you got, it. but yeah, we're sipping on that, and we also did we want to did we want to bring that on? What is that? Oh, that this uh, big thing of we have we have no liquorness right here. That's a dope shaker too. That's the deficient tissue. Liquid love. Go ahead and endorse it, man. Go ahead and cut it. Go ahead and cut the promotion on it. Pardon. If you have any types of events, please call 
or go online to liquidlovemobilebartending.com. And right now we have the dad joke of the day. Oh, yeah? We all are dads. If you have a dad joke, whether it's funny or not, hey, this is the show. Hey, I'm going first. Why this? Why didn't the skeleton go go out trick or treat? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Cause he didn't have nobody to go with. <laughs> that's good. that's actually a good one. That's a good one. Nah. that's a good one. I believe it's my turn. Go the hell up, in the Knock knock. Who's there? Theodore. Theodore who? The uh, door is broken. That's why. <laughs> Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we still is here. <laughs> Theodore. Theodore. All right, man. Yeah. All right, man. We're going to get into these questions, man. Okay, okay. Get into these questions. Artillery to God. What's good, King? Ladies and gentlemen, we have Artillery to God on the show. What up, what up, what up? Other than what the first memory was what is the most memorable memory of us together most memorable of us together um the most memorable memory of us together man oh my god you that's a long line of stuff man hey um all we need is one oh man the most memorable reason Oh my god! I'm just thinking of all the stories we done told sitting still. <laughs> like you remember to remember the from flipping on mattresses, um, BB guns. Um, so how many years are y'all apart? Uh, maybe like three. You like what? You thirty? Yeah. yeah, three three years apart. Okay, my birthday. Okay. Um, okay. Birthday so y'all grew up, grew up together. Yeah, literally same crib mm-hmm. and everything. Like so, like he just asked a real big question that we done been together right, for birthday right. parties and. That's a that's a that's a long shot there. Um uh the most rememberable moment. Oh damn, Red. That's a <laughs> he put him on the spot. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy jump. Man, cause it been it been summers we done rocked out. Nah, I'ma be real. Alright. The most memorable moment, bruh. And I was crazy. This gonna be a wild one, but it's the funniest thing. <laughs> the funniest thing, yo. Like we was chilling, right? We, I remember one time I had to be like, I think I had to be. I was in like the sixth grade. I had to be like eleven. So red had to be like eight. <laughs> they they spent the night at my crib, right? So it's me, Taekwon, Red, and all us in the crib, right? So Red talking trash. Red like, man, shut up! I pee on you, bruh. So I'm like, I'm like, bruh, you ain't gonna pee on me, bruh. We argue. Man, Red without a pee on me, bruh. We tussling in the room about that shit, man. But we had a lot of memorable moments. One time I ran away from home. Then we had another time with niggas. We used to sneak out the damn window and run across the roof and hold shit. Hold, like, man, hold the phone. That's what said we got a lot of stuff man yeah. this man i think peed that's on you cuz he peed on me oh, we was no. and we had we was having a slumber party man and i slumber forgot party. what i forgot what how i made him that man bro we were playing yo you gotta piss loud. somebody the fuck off yeah man <laughs> and i'm saying no he not that nigga peed on me from the top bunk man i was like oh this nigga, and he wasn't in reachable distance nah man we was like a bitch <laughs> 
That's why I said, bro, we done like did a, a lot for flipping on mattresses. Down P. Oh, my God. We, we was flipping on mattresses out there, man. Like, just. You got to love somebody. To let fights with other you. people together. And like y'all still be tight. Man, fights with other people. Yeah. Going out to outreach churches and wilding in the churches. Fighting in the church. Now, we do got to remember one moment. Like, I'm going to be honest. Know what? Take that back. I got to say this, and I'm going to say this is the most memorable moment because I know me and Red lost our virginity on the same day. <laughs> you remember that? That's the most memorable moment. I think I found it. Me and Red lost our virginity on the same day, and the Yo. reason it was memorable is because it was a train. Podcast. I'm talking about with like four us in there, man. And yeah, I, that was wild. This chick, I ain't gonna say her name. We ain't gonna say her name. No Cause way. I think she, I think she might be, I think she might be engaged right now. Nah, no, don't do that. I ain't uh-huh. gonna do it like that. But <laughs> when we was kids, man, she was just one of them jumps. Hey, yeah, it went down. We lost opportunity the same night. My, my older, to, our older cousin same. came down there and was like, "Look, man," she said she'd let y'all get on too. Yeah, and we just went in there taking like, turns what? and moving the, like. At that lost age, opportunity. You just don't give a damn. We lost opportunity the same <laughs> fucking night, man. Yeah. Yeah, we've been thugging ever since. Damn, bro, we do got some wild memorable moments, Y'all got man. Some wild memories. Yeah, we got some yeah. wild memories. Yeah. All right. For those that don't know, artillery to God wasn't always artillery to God. I definitely wasn't. <sighs> artillery was Lutty. Little T, man. Little T bag, man. Little T. Little T. Does Artillery the God remember the first written rhymes of Little T? My first written rhymes, I wrote over Chamberlain Avenue, man. It was like, um, Roses are Red, Violets are Black. I looked out my window, saw men on crack. I can't remember the rest. I just remember them two lines, but that was the first thing I wrote. So, so I remember, I remember him writing. And I wanted to write because I thought he just sounds so, like, raw. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he inspired me. And I was like, when I was writing, he took the book. was like, nah, you messing up because you writing them all together. You got to learn how to break, break it up. up. Break yeah. up. And you got to learn. How, I ain't even know that you supposed to uh, count bars. Like, I ain't yeah. know it was an eight. I ain't know it was a 16. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that came all from him. And so... Uh, so you did inspire me when it came to the music, because music always been around us. Right. Yeah, like, always. My, my from, granddad. Yeah, get Steve all played that twenty four seven. My granddad get all disco work. light in the living room and everything. And right. We all kids running around, hopping on the mic, and he always had the mic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that was like you know. He the, definitely, he definitely instilled that music deep at a very young age too. Okay. Shout out to Steve, man. Yeah. So um, I got one. Now, people who do know you, they know you had a struggle past, right? Yeah. You did time, right? Yeah. How was your time doing time? Um, I had two stages of time. I had a reckless stage, and uh-huh. then I had a conscious stage. And um, okay. When I first went in there, I went in there wilding. You know what I mean? I was. I was wilding, man. I was definitely one of them dudes that was taking bags. I was constantly fighting. 
Um, somebody, somebody scars on my face came from in there just fighting and getting into stuff. And um, shout out to the nation of guys and nurses, man. But I started building with a lot of them guys in there, man. They put me on the five percent stuff, and that's when stuff started wising up. I started going to school, getting a couple degrees through college while I was in there. Um, I um started reading music business books, learning about the business, so I could try to start a label. As soon as I got out, and I just, I just really educated myself. And also in there, I was writing rhymes in there. Actually, right. that's where I perfected my. Fr- Excuse me, that's why I perfected my flow at, you right. know what I'm saying? Just rocking out in there and stuff. And then um, throughout reading the books and stuff, the wordplay got up from that as well. Mm-hmm. So the pen actually definitely made me a whole, uh, a way better rapper. So so, so let me ask you this, because yeah. the black community has yeah. mixed feelings towards uh, prison and prison reform. You know, mm-hmm. they feel um, that it tends to take black men out of the community, um, which hurts the community because now you have like single parent households and it kind of like cripples the community and it's supposed to be there for rehabilitation. Did you feel rehabilitated when you came out this last time? Did you feel like it actually changed? It definitely was a drastic change, but They say it hurts us and it does hurt us because it hurts us because they snatching a lot of stuff off the street, which means our numbers are drastically low. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's hard to really win a war when your soldiers is, is captive. Right, captive. Right, right. So uh, it does pull us off, but at the same time, sometimes it's, a, it's, a, it's a, it, sometimes things are bittersweet. Even though you get locked down, usually the people that they're grabbing. The only reason they got a lot of them is because we wilding out. And usually, usually once it's wilding out, we don't have a lot of sense. Right, right. Like, we might know how to add because we need business to survive. So, we know how to add and do math. The people that didn't like math at least know how to count their money. You get what I'm right, saying? Right. So, you, you, you got people that's... I was great at math. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you got people that's moving like that and really on top of their stuff with it. But at the same time... They really don't have the sense. Like, you learn... When you go to prison and jail, you really learn... Like, if you don't get stretched out for 20, 30 years, but mm-hmm. as far as the ones coming home, it, it, it really builds your mind up. Like, half of the reason I feel we really fail at stuff is because we really just don't have a lot of book sense. Right. So you need to go in there, like... And the, and the, the pen is one of the places you go to, and all the old heads going... People that never taught a young person nothing in life, all of them going to talk and tell you everything in there. Right. So you're going to learn... It's and gonna, we need to expand because... Uh, on the book sense of it, because what they teach in school is way more knowledge that you need... Outside of what is constructed in yeah. the education system oh, yeah. in school, yeah, yeah like because they're not they're not teaching you how to do taxes, they're not teaching right. you like school prepares you for to be work a job. You get right. what I'm saying? Exactly. They build you up, send you out to school mm-hmm. to work a job. Like I think I think the I think it'd be totally different if somewhere in there they threw a curveball and just said, "Hey, we're gonna teach you how to do a business license, and this is your elective in the sixth grade." That would help. That would help. Right. You get what right. I'm saying? We're gonna teach you how to file your taxes or do uh, blah 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 in the sixth grade or in the eighth grade. We're gonna teach you how to build a house from scratch. Like they can really teach you some sh- stuff that can really help you. And you get what ev- I'm saying? Really, everyone get off. doesn't have the mentality to work a nine to five job. But this and then it's crazy. Like they could actually they could actually build you up to be for that but you don't really get that when you get locked up mm-hmm. because we already know that yo they not gonna hire you like that you're not gonna right, get this right every single person that's coming from home has the 
man, I'm gonna go to get the shirts and I'm about to, man, I'm about to do the music and I'm about to, mm -hmm. man, I'm about to go out there and I'm gonna cook. Man, I'm gonna go out there, man, I figure if I could do a barber, I got my. Right, right. It takes right. you from being a person that's just hustling for money and actually, mm -hmm. it's it's really, it's kind of impossible to leave mm -hmm. out the jail without some type of goal or strategy. Right. Because you they have gonna, to, you're going to be dangling because they're going to talk to you all day about it. Every person you talk to, that's all they're going to talk about throughout mm -hmm. their day is what they're going to do when they, they come do home. When they get out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it changes things. It really changes things. And not to mention your body gets built up and stuff because you you eating certain stuff in there. You working right. out, right, right. Like right. that's why a lot of people when you come home, man, the women jump on you because they see the lion. <laughs> They're like, oh, his skin a little fresher. He ain't even getting no drugs <laughs> like that, and he ain't got alcohol like he, ain't he been wanted. Eating nothing with no high fructose. You, corn you, syrup. you look like you your age for real. Right, we hate right, it, but right. it preserves you. Like if you see somebody that's like forty years old on the street, you'll look at him and be like, ah, he all right, but. And if you see somebody got locked up at 20 and come home at 40, mm -hmm. like, they really get preserved. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You really get They're preserved. They're not cracking at all. all right. Yeah, I can see that. I'm don't get it locked up, though, but I'm just saying. Yeah. If don't you do, get you can spin up. it. You heard that first on the The Spill hmm. podcast. Now, itinerary. Yes, sir. Some some, some, some um, teenager, some young man, young female, maybe, maybe going through what you already went through. Yeah. They, may they might be preparing themselves to go in prison. So, can you give them five things? Oh, five things. Five things. Oh, we're going to edit that out. Can you, get, can you give them five things you don't do while in prison? Ah, man, I never even asked that question. Some people say drop the soap, but I'm going to go ahead and debunk that. We're in 2021. Ain't too many people getting raped that don't want to be raped. I'm going to say that now. Like, back in the 90s and 80s, Probably maybe, so. but it's it, we frowned upon it now. So, really, you don't really got too many people coming home saying they raped me. Like, so I just want to debunk that. Because okay. I know the joke was funny in the 90s, but nowadays, it's, it doesn't apply like it did then. Ain't too many people just raping people now. People are a lot more system. open now. Yeah, it's more open, and to be honest, there's enough gay people for people not to have to do that now. You right, get what I'm right. saying? Like, the homosexuality is a little bigger than that when it was. But um, what I would say is don't... One of the things that you cannot do is go in there and get involved with the wrong crowd. Mm -hmm. That that makes you a bit hard. If you're getting involved with the people that's the... That get in the fights and the knuckleheads nine times out of ten, you're going to leave with a lot of scars, something broken, or you might die in there because you're going to get what you're looking for in there. You get what I'm saying? It's right. going to come very quick, and they're going to take your first day going in there. You can run your mouth, and it can happen that same day. I did Somebody could just beat your ass. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Um... That's two. Number number three number that that's that's yeah. Don't gamble. I'm gonna say don't gamble. Oh, yeah. don't gamble. Gambling is a the I don't care if it's a basketball game. It will eventually it's gonna lead to a day where you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to, you can get you're gonna have to fight behind it. Somebody gonna buck on you. You are gonna get cheated. It's just it's just the pen. So all the it's the anything that can't that you don't want to happen is gonna happen in there because you're in there with all the crooks. Right. Right. So um don't gamble. Uh. <coughs> I would say don't get locked up. Don't get locked into the escapism things. Like escapism, I mean, like playing cards. It's dudes. It's dudes that get hooked into playing cards. Dudes get hooked into playing chess of checkers, or mm -hmm. dudes that get hooked into watching a TV and locked in. Don't get stuck in the escapism. And the reason why is because in there you'll get so locked into doing other stuff 
why you don't have nothing to do that you'll actually do your whole bid and you you can actually come out as the same person. Right, right. You get what right. I'm saying? Like if you ain't reading no books and you didn't time do to go to anything school, to really You didn't do anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, and that's what I a lot of people that. do. Like they'll go get the deck of cards and they'll play cards all day and while you playing cards you ain't you ain't really learning, you ain't really doing nothing. When it's a dude out there really jogging, working out and running in. Right, right. You could be doing something more constructive, you get you what know, I'm saying? You know, I never thought about that. Yeah, like for real cuz it's it's really it could become college. You got to think you College, when you're in the dorm, that's really the only place you can go to where you don't have to work a job, but you're going to always eat. You gonna, you right, get what I'm right, saying? Right. So if you if you sit and do nothing in mm-hmm. that whole period of time. You're not you going to come out basically still then the you same. Then you, you were really in kid. prison. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, that makes a lot of sense. I've never thought about... Like when people go to jail, they just pass the time. Yeah, like they pass the, the cards time. Or, you know, playing dominoes or whatever. And then, like do. I hear some dudes being like, "Man, I slept my whole bed." I be like, "Damn, bro!" So they really had you locked up then. Yeah, you would. You get what I'm saying? Because right. if you're somebody on a dorm, bro, if you see how colleges work, a lot of them they not prisoners, but they stay on that place. They go out every now and then, but they stay in that place. They go yeah. to school mm-hmm. there. They use the bathroom saying. there. They right. eat there. They hang with their homies there. They Mess with girls there. Yeah, yeah. Really, they're in a bubble. You get what I'm saying? Only yeah. difference is they don't have the prison bars, but... Right. You get what I'm saying? But in a sense, it's educational. You get what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, like... I, last that, one. Last one. The last one that I would say is... um. Uh, I would say don't get into the drugs, man. And I ain't gonna get into how it gets in there, but... I would say, man, like don't get into the drugs. We got a general idea. How yeah, like, together. don't get into the drugs, man. Because, like, it's a lot of dudes in there that, that are fiends behind the walls, too. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? They sell all their stuff and sell. They, it's, man, it's a lot of stuff you're not supposed to do in there. But <laughs> that's one of the biggest ones. I've seen a lot of dudes in there that that depend on the drug. And because they have nothing else to do, they really, really lean on it hard. And, and some of them dudes come home as fiends. And I always wondered... You know, I had got an idea how it gets in there, but what is the quality of? I mean, the same the quality, on, the same quality on the street. If somebody from the street bringing it in, then it's yeah, whatever. Right. Whatever's on that street is whatever they, right. they got. You get what I'm saying? You see so, it all the time. They in there, they smoking weed. Yeah, probably a little bit more than that. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. Like anything you got on the street, they got in there. They got in jail. Absolutely everything. So do the the yeah. guards, do the uh, correctional officers? They just. Cause I know they smell that shit. I mean, I don't want to get into it to the point where they, they they go up in there and be like, "Hey, artillery was on there, and he told us y'all hiding it in the ceiling." Ah, uh, right, you right, know what right, I mean? right, right. I feel you. Next thing you know, they tearing everybody's ceilings down. That's why you're because I know they, I know that they do that. I know that they yeah, look but for they go hard contraband. on you, but at the same time, it's like it's just a creative mind. Right. It's like it's they're gonna be creative based off of your creativity and right. vice versa. Whatever you do, they're gonna learn to do something to. To do that, and while they're doing that, you're learning to do something to beat that. So it's just a game of who can beat who, and it's it's always gonna be that way. For any device they create, is gonna be a, a somebody in there that's gonna think of a way to to freak that device or loophole and get around it. So I don't think they will ever be able to stop it. Or it's 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 just too much going on in there. And then you have to have every officer a hundred percently as good people too and majority of the time they don't get paid enough to really follow the procedures yeah, the way I can see that. they don't get paid enough like especially this lady make about $700 this week and her check ain't that like she like nah I'm about to get my she check and do that this John Rock. Okay. yeah so mm-hmm. alright now you did your bid 
Yeah. You came home. Yeah. You got into music, right? Then you take the next step to battle rapping. Yeah. How was battle rapping for the first time? And for people that don't know, can you please say your slogan? Um, um yes, I, I was doing a battle rap. Um, the slogan, um, you don't put me I damn and I forgot it. Hold on. What? I, I ain't forget it, but it's just I ain't said I, it. So I remember long. it It'd smells like, like a body. Yeah, that's the ending one, but it start. It's a start. It was a four bar setup. Yeah, you know I mean, and the punch was with the crowd saying, "I'd be like, um, um, another rapper short reign has just come to an end. Artillery to God is with the streets. Call me." Uh oh, it smells like, like a, a body. body. Now the reason that's three bars, but the first bar was always like a setup. Like okay. I would change the first bar for every single battle, like of how how I would do it. Like, uh oh, I done done it again. Another rapper short reign has just come to an end. Mm -hmm. But and I would change it and lead into the. It smells like a but. That was the slogan, man. And with the battle rap scene, what was the second question you asked about the battle rap? You oh, said yeah, how you getting the battle rap? Um, well, I got into the battle rap because a dude named Fast Lane Fame that called Fast Lane Fame from New York had called me out. Um, he came out from New York. He was doing the URL battle and stuff, and he was just like, "Yo, um, is there any lyricists down here who who down here can spit?" So, um, a dude by the name of Young Sums hit him up and was like, "Yo, if you're looking for a lyrical dude that can go with you, it's a dude named Artillery. He the one doing all that lyrical wordplay stuff for battle, and the rest of us like right, right. doing dance and club music." Mm. So. Me and him set up a battle. We did a battle, a battle to jump went viral. It attracted some attention up north. A dude named Kane Denham came down here with a lead called SRL Supreme Rap League. No, it was Goonie Battlegrounds. Pardon me. Goonie Battlegrounds came down here, and they set up an event, and they let me and Fastlane Fame pick all the artists to be on the card. Then we did another one, then another one, and next thing you know, it just got it got bigger. I started traveling. Mm -hmm. More videos went viral, and then I had a bit of battle. When it, when it took off, I had a battle with a dude. I'm tongue twisted. We've been drinking. I had a battle with a dude named Ill Lyric. You get what I'm saying? I, I remember that. I threw a picture up on Ill, and that, Yo. and the battle did like twenty one thousand views the first day. You get what I'm saying? And after that, you Smack even shared it on your owner URL. Okay. He Smack shared it to his Twitter. Like it was going crazy. It was mm -hmm. going real crazy. You get what I'm saying? And right. ever since then, the numbers was just racked up. You get what I'm saying? And I was just going around knocking off heads. Hey, listen. I'm not sure what's the guy's name, but you're going to remember when I say this. When you hit your, when you, when you win the battle, yeah. you're doing your rhymes, you're killing it. Then it was time for him to go and he, he couldn't go no round. Oh, you talking about Mr. Bay? Mr. Bay! Mr. Bay. Yeah, I smoked. Mr. Bay! Yeah, I went up to Philadelphia to battle Mr. Bay. I did mm -hmm. Mr. Bay dirty. And what's crazy, Mr. Bay... Mr. Bay was a funny situation because, like, they they do a lot of editing to the footage. So when the footage starts, you see me, and I'm like, nah, don't worry, I'm going to go. And nobody knew what happened before that. Mm -hmm. But before that, like, how you do with the battle rap, you flip the coin, and whoever flipped calls it, like, hey, heads. Mm -hmm. And then you get to choose. Well, like, if I say heads and land on heads, I get to choose if you go first or I go first. Right, right, right. So sometimes, like, you know, battle rap is, is urban. It's for the streets. So sometimes you run across street dudes, and because they're at home, mm -hmm. they the, the dynamics change, and yeah. we're drinking, and we, so it's like, you in my house. Right. So what happened is, we did the coin toss, 
And I won the coin toss. So, dude, being that was in Philly, I'm dolo with like two chicks. Right. He was like, I don't care. We in Philly. That, that nigga gonna go first. I ain't going first. I don't care who win the toss. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he doing this because he at home. Right, right, right. And I looked at him and like, then you see on the footage, I'll be like, nah, don't worry about it, bro. I go first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, on some nigga, ain't nothing. Ain't worried I don't even care who go first. You gotta win. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And I smoked him. That's what the energy in the beginning when I was yelling right. and barking. That's because I was rolling off of that like and that's and that's that's like amateur to professional stuff like that's kind of like when people used to talk shit to michael jordan yeah you get what i'm yeah, saying yeah and, yeah and, and only amateurs make that 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 mistake right see like somebody that's professional like they ain't gonna talk to you they ain't gonna hype you up right now nah, whatever energy you got you coming straight off the ground jumping with yeah. this because when you hype a person up now when i get in a battle i actually got some adrenaline uh-huh. some bark i got you done gave me a dog a, a dog inside yeah, now. like yeah. it's different yeah. and, and i wagged on mr bay and mr bay choked the first round mm-hmm. i was like Ah, uh, then so, he took the second time, and I'm like, okay, well, I won the battle. Right, right. I don't know what you got for your third round, but I at least got you two one, no matter what. Now, so yeah. battle. And when rap- he took the third, I was like, yeah. landslide. It was, it was done. Nah. So battle rapping to me is like a boxing match. It literally is, though. It literally is because it's the like, same. It's a boxing match, and it's like a art. It's a art. Yeah, behind. it's a boxing match. You you got to have a defense in there, which yeah. is, we call rebuttals. You right. say something, I right. say something in it, and sometimes the rebuttal ain't always got to be lyrical. It could be physical. Like you could do something where you could be like, and um, like you could have some simple. You could be like, yeah, you always walking in here with this oil on, thinking you cute. And I might rebuttal you physically and be like, you got that right. I smell good now. And the crowd might. <laughs> and right, uh, even right, though right. it wasn't a rap, I just made your bar hit less. Because oh, right. they laughing at me I, now. So right, I actually I, like. Because you took it. what they said and so flipped it against It's them. a mental and physical mm-hmm. thing too other than just like the lyrics. Like, yeah. yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and you you just learn stuff along the way with the battle rap. You get what I'm saying? Like defenses knowing that, okay, I should say this in the third and not in the second. Or right. You get what I'm saying? Just different stuff you learn. Now, I've seen some battle raps where people get super disrespectful. Yeah. How do you... Like if somebody says something like super disrespectful to it's, you that you wouldn't even take from nobody in the street, but, how do you t- how do you kind of dust it off? It's like the it's rules, the rules that govern it is different. Like and boxing is the best way. So you do get a contract. Or you get you get contracts and stuff like that. And you got people out there like it's a homeboy named Goods. He got in this contract like hey don't bring they can't ring on my daughter in the battle like right, we need oh I'm right, not right. you get what I'm saying yeah, like. Yeah. And he actually punched the dude that said it one time in the battle because the dude breached the contract and said it anyway, and he just snuffed him. But mm. like, it, dudes got rules and regulations, but it kind of it's kind of one of those things where it's like just because we're using the battle and metaphor, the unboxing um, metaphor. Like when you in the ring with dudes, mm-hmm. you once you step in the ring with Mike Tyson, like if we in Walmart, mm-hmm. he bumped me. It's like, damn, Mike, what the fuck? You mm-hmm. get, I can go off, but in the ring. Once I step in that ring, I can't really say, hey, Mike, don't hit me in the nose. No, nah, you can't. Yeah, I can't yeah, really. Right, now, right. The, it'll be this, like, as we saying, like, yo, would you let a nigga punch you in the face on the street? You get what I'm saying? Right, and it's like, right. well, Mike going to look at you and say, well, you know what? I don't really let people punch me in the street at all. I'll kill somebody. But in the ring, it's like, once you step into the ring, you've accepted the rules mm-hmm. and regulations of these ropes. You, you know, know what it's what coming. So you it's like, coming. you can't be like, all right, Mike, you done hit me. Don't hit me right there no mm-hmm. more. Don't hit me in the side. Right, right, You right. have to fight. 
Right. Now, yeah. when we step off the stage, you say, hey, suck my oil, your yeah, mama, then it's different. That's different, but, yeah. And the ring is like, and plus in the ring, the same thing, the same thing that go for you, go for me. Yeah. So what's going to happen is you're going to say some real disrespectful, and in my mind, I'm going to start thinking of a that's rebuttal right. that's exactly like yeah. what you said, but in my words, though, for you. And it's going to hit hard. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like the, the the disrespect is giving back and forth. Right, right, right. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you have some dudes that's like, hey, I don't, I don't want to touch in the battle. Mm-hmm. And then you got some dudes that be like, oh, yeah, I can't touch you in the battle. All right. And I'm going to bump you as soon as the round start because now I'm looking at you like an amateur. Like, oh, mm-hmm. so that means if I bump you, you ain't, you probably going to forget your lines. Yeah. You're going to be so mad that you ain't going to be focused. You're going to want to fight the whole battle. And even if we do fight after the battle, this footage is going to be horrible and it's going to be out forever, though. Mm-hmm. So there's some dudes that you, you can't even tell a dude. What not to do? Like if you tell me don't bring my kids up, that's just telling the dude I'm bring gonna bring the up kids his, up. I'm gonna talk about his daughter every <laughs> round, and he probably go choke because he gonna be mad. You know what I mean? Because people' careers is riding on it, so they like, right. oh, that's his weakness. Right, right. So a lot of battle rappers try to leave their emotion out of the battle. Okay. Yeah, because like whatever, whatever make you break in that battle, you gonna hear that for the rest of your career now. Mm. That's all they gonna talk about. <laughs> like, yeah. that's all they gonna talk about. You will be a viral video gone wrong. Oh, you definitely gonna make For real. For real. You styling on me? (laughs) Oh, you mad because you styling on me? Because I'm styling on you. (laughs) Forever, you will be remembered. (laughs) (laughs) You mad because I'm styling on you. That boy went in. I tell you. Yes, sir. You went to one of the destinations that I never went to that I'm trying to go. Oh, which one? Which one? We didn't, this we, man said which one, so he done went to many of places. Yeah, I've been jumping around, man. That's what she said. <sighs> he stung me. <laughs> I take um, that. She said that as well. Africa, man. Africa. Yo, uh, the motherland. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when you see the pyramids, how was that feeling? The pyramids, man. Um, it's kind of crazy because like a lot of people be hitting me with the "Yo, the pyramids is dope," and like I got the dope ex- expression from it, but oh, it's like you really, yeah, you gotta hold the bottom and pause. Yeah, it's no way to describe that without saying it. That's crazy. what she said. But like, it's like when you go out there, you'll see the pyramids and be like. <gasps> But you only get to experience the the first experience for one second or two, right, and after right, that, right. now it's just yo. I'm looking at it. I see now it. That's right there. Now I'm looking at mm-hmm. it. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. the stuff that goes on around you, that's never that never stops. So the hustlers that's trying to sell you stuff, mm-hmm. that never stops. The mm-hmm. people that's trying to pickpocket you or do stuff, mm-hmm. that never stops. Like I had people walking up on me, like yo, can I see your phone? And I'm like, nah. He was like, I just want to hold it. Like nah, nah, nah. He was like, why can I hold it? I'll take a picture of you with it. And I'm like, nah. And you'll literally realize that yo, this dude's trying to get my phone they to run took off, running like a lad. Oh. They that because yeah. like it's that it's that it's that it's really they not up in the economy. Like I went there and got like two thousand dollars out their bank, and it, right. it was like thirty six thousand dollars pound mm-hmm. their currency's real bad right so like you looking at your phone like is this an iphone he looking at it like yo i could take that i'm gonna get off on mm-hmm. that i slang this for about a good three hundred dollars i right. done came up because three hundred dollars is this in my way in my you get what i'm saying so you really got to be careful out there and then mm-hmm. the military is like 
In order to get to the pyramids, you got to go through like a security check. Uh-huh. They monitoring what you wearing and different things, and they'll make you go home and change your clothes. Oh wow! Like different stuff. Then part of the pyramid is gated off, and they won't let you go to some parts of it, so you can mm-hmm. only stand on one side of it. So it's like you get to enjoy it, but they got so many restrictions on controlling it, so they can make money off of people going to see it. That they they dampen this shit. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And you know what I mean? It's kind of crazy how they do that because, you know, we look at the pyramids and say they dope. And we always look at the shape, the outside, but really the value is what's inside of it. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Because, right, you know, that's right. somebody's tombstone. Right. Yeah. Right. That's people, mummies in there. So, really, it's like it's like how we go see our grandmas and we walk past other people, elders, mm-hmm. and it's just tombstones everywhere. It's like, that's dope. But they took his tombstone and they're making a business out of it. Right. That's like you showing up to it and being that the Arabs are there now because they, they you know what I'm saying? The Arabs have conquered our people, so they took over Egypt. So, when you get there... You see the Arabs, you don't see black people are color no more. So right, it's like right, it's right. like somebody, it's like your grandma getting buried and your whole family going real hard to make sure her casket looks amazing, mm-hmm. and it lasted thousands of years. Then your grand, your one of your descendants show up like, yo, I want to see my grandma, and, and somebody there saying, nah, you gotta pay. Nah, you gotta wear this when you go, and right. you looking at it like, but yeah, this 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 our people in the pyramids. How you gonna charge us? The seed and they like nah that they really control it so that's crazy yeah it's different now because you're right because we only I know me myself I'm only looking at the pyramids like the pyramid yeah but that's that's somebody tombstone you get what I'm saying it's just he was such a dope king that he could get people to build his shit to look like that (laughs) but so when you went to Africa because I heard this from a lot of people when they go into Africa did you feel at home. Did you feel like a... I did feel at home, but I felt at home in a rebellious, in a rebel manner. Like I should have been here wow. instead? Yeah, of. like like this belonged to me. Right, this was, right, it right. wasn't It wasn't a... Because yeah. you don't see your people there when you get there. Right, That's right. That's why right. when you get there, you go see a bunch of Arabs, so you go realize like, yeah, it's ours, but where the, where the black black people at though? Right, where the where real the, black You get what I'm saying? They not, yeah. they not this there. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like if somebody from, it's like if one of the Indians came back looking at America right now, like, they'll be like, hold on, who the hell is all these niggas? Where these white boys right, come from? Where right. these, that's how I feel when you go over there. Because Africans don't see black Americans as African Americans. They see us as black Americans. Yeah. They don't, they don't look at us the same. They actually look kind of down on us and feel like, you know, we've been basically brainwashed from the American way. And it's weird. It's weird though. But this is the thing though. Like the Africans actually don't look at themselves as being related to each other. Mm. Cause like when we look at Africa, we look at it like it's one big ass country, but Africa is really not, a continent. Separate. Right. Right. With right. 50 countries in yeah, it. Yeah. True. You get true, with 53 true. countries in it. So like right. the way, basically like we're in North America, but if you took us to Canada, you be like, man, I don't know the Canada niggas ain't right, related. Right, right. Man, I'm American. And the Canadians is like, but really everybody's that's what we, North America. That's exactly what we do. We so look like, at Africa as one big Africa. Yeah, like, but it's really a continent. So if you meet a nigga in Ghana mm-hmm. and a nigga in Nigeria, they looking at each other like, nah, that I'm from Ghana. I ain't right. no Nigerian. They doing it with each other over there. Right, right, right. Like, so we coming from a whole other continent. They looking at us like, nigga, <laughs> y'all ain't not. So that like- y'all not us. Brazil and they think that's us like yeah they yeah that's how they looking at it. looking at it it's different and and I built with a lot of them over there and and a lot of them over there really don't see themselves as brothers and they actually the same tint shade tone of black and everything mm-hmm. 
and they still beefing on if they brothers or not. Right. So it's kind of weird how they look at it. And like I've, I, after talking to a lot of them, I noticed that really we are more deeper into that brotherly love, mm-hmm. build all the black people together than they are. Right. And right. like I don't know if it's like that because they were colonized. Whereas we were just snatched Maybe. up and taken somewhere, so we were we were we've been mad the whole entire time. They stayed where they were at. Yeah, mm-hmm. got comfortable, relaxed. It's right. like they have a, a roommate, right? That beats their ass though occasionally. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, whereas we like hell, we can't get out. We stuck here. They done took us somewhere. So I don't know. It's like they it's like they don't put up the fight like we do. It's like two different stories, kind of. Yeah, when like, I talk, when I talk to a lot of them, they 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 talk to me as if they don't know why the hell we're even trying to fight or be proud or you get what I'm saying. I was building with one of them like a, a month ago, and he, I was telling him like, yeah, you know, we the gods of the earth, we blah blah blah, we kings and queens, mm-hmm. and like he looked at me and was like, yo, um. You know, black people we're good for sports and stuff like that, but you know, we don't we don't create nothing. Like you, get, y'all curse on here. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "Yo, y'all don't create shit. We black people don't create shit. We just good at sports. It's like those those Chinese and white motherfuckers whooping our ass." So I'm like, "I'm like, bro, you know when we do Black History Month, we really created that to celebrate all the black creators, mm-hmm. though, right? You know that whole month." Right, right, I'm like, right. bro, you. I was telling them like, you know, stoplights, cones, brushes, engines, even the iPhone. Like, majority when you look, the internet was created by a black person. When you look the people up, I'm like, bro, you know, majority of all the creations, mm-hmm. damn near, like that they made shit. Yeah. But major like about a good seventy eighty percent of the creations in the world were all made for people right. of dark people skin of color. tone. Right, right, right. And he was just looking at me like, hell nah, y'all Americans is just brainwashed, man. Americans. I mean, and his I'm opinion at him is like more brainwashed. I guess to us, his opinion would be more brainwashed. Yeah, it's different because we actually, some of us now, we starting to recognize that we built this country. Yeah, literally. really, right. literally. Hold on, hold on. All the kids in America mm-hmm. are reading the same history books. Right. Black folks. That is not our history. Yeah, it's not. It's not. That's one thing about the education reform that they're trying to do is kind of actually give the real story. Yeah. Right. When I was in when I was in school, mm-hmm. they had pages on the British War, mm-hmm. the the, uh, the earlier, you know, American whatever. Right. They had right. Pages. But when it came to slavery, they had like a little passage. Yeah, yeah, that's a little section of a chapter. About this small. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but with so much my more research, to that. And I found out that us black people were more than that little passage. Mm-hmm. And you, you start finding especially out, in American history, like as yeah, far as yeah. America as a country, you start finding out like black people was doing this, black people was doing that, and and I'm just, the whole time was like, why wasn't I taught this? Yeah, in school because you got to think Martin Luther King was killed like what fifty years ago, right? Which means more, more America as a from beginning to now, our history. Is eighty to ninety percent more slavery times and Jim Crow stuff than it actually is us doing this into this thing we're doing now. Right, exactly. So for you to make it small when that's pretty much your whole That's the whole history. It should have been a slave in every single chapter of yeah, your book. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. America you know what America saying? was Somewhere. built off like takeover, divide and conquer. Yeah, America labor. was built off the uh, English coming over here and taking the Indi- Indians land. Built no. off going to Africa and taking s- slaves from Africa and what bringing them over here. So, yeah. Uh, let me ask you this question. All right. 
They say Christopher Columbus came over here, right? Mm-hmm. Discovered a new world. I don't. Yeah. I don't I conquered a new world. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> it was a conqueror. He yeah, he discovered, conquered. He discovered something that was already, already there, yeah. and people were already there. And, and they still celebrate it to this day, right? So that to me, that guy is like a pirate, you know. Pretty much. We just want to think about it. But anyway, and then they talk about the Indians. <laughs> then they said they they killed the Indians and boom, and that was it. There was it was nothing else after that. So my question is, on your opinion, what did you think? Happened to the Indians because um, I heard I heard stories that a lot of Indians was helping uh, slaves during that time. Well, see, th- this is the this is one of the, the craziest tricks they pulled, and it was they pushed slavery to black people so hard that every black person in the country just took the slavery thing. And with one of the the wildest tricks ever is like like when you look up the aboriginal like if you look up indians you might pull up some indians and they they use the term indians because they feel the indians came from india during the ice age walked across the water and some of them got stuck here that's well, their basic they their travel story christopher columbus thought he was in india yeah but when he came over so he called them indians and they were he was nowhere close to it he wasn't nowhere close to it but also on, on another level though Basically, they, the reason, the way they say the the North America was basically people got here is just, when the ice age hit, it was too cold. Some people started traveling, mm-hmm. and the ocean was frozen, so they could walk across. Walk across, it. right? And when right. everything went back to normal, it was just stuck like like they have a trail of bones from India all the way to North America under the water that. Also, like, where a, like Russia and Alaska is divided yeah, at, at one point in time, they were connected. Yeah, true fact. True mm-hmm. fact. You get what I'm saying? So. They, they one of the craziest tricks though is like when you look that, up when you look, yeah when mm-hmm. you look up the aboriginals like and that's how you really get to the bottom when you use that word aboriginal that's when you pull it up and when you pull up the aboriginals of North America they all like dark people like Arshay mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes right, they don't right. look like the Indians of when today. you see because the aborigines are from like Australia they have like really dark people there but they'll have like blonde hair yeah mm-hmm. it'll be the original people before the, the white people actually got there mm-hmm. and what it was is a lot of our people who was moving around the earth that time they had already got here that's why it's pyramids in north america south america and little stuff from africa to let you know that hey whoever was over there they came here right that's right. like if you we go somewhere in new york and we see y'all spill tag i'm gonna say oh the spill must have did a podcast up here mm-hmm. right. is that right, that's right, how the pyramids right. and a lot of their artifacts it lets you know where they've been so like they was pushing the thing as if they brought millions and tons of all these Africans over here on three ships. You get what I'm saying? Mm. With no engines, nothing but, you know, this is before technology was formed. But the real story is when they got over here, they did have a couple of slaves. But once they started pushing all those laws, like if you catch a black person mm-hmm. and you catch them, you can make them a slave. Right, right. That's the process of them snatching aboriginals right. and making them into slaves. So it's a lot of us here that really didn't come over this bitch on a slave ship. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors ain't linked migration. to a slave ship at right, all. Right, right. It's migration, and they just conquered people when they got here. Mm-hmm. But if you are looking to go to Africa for yours. All of us come from Africa's a motherland, but the pathway we took to get here mm-hmm. isn't the same. Right. And it's like, if you're looking for land in Africa, then you ain't going to ask for land in America because you don't think it's yours. Right. But right. if this your grandma shit and she was already here and you could prove that, that means, hey, somebody's on my land, somebody owed me something, right. this supposed to belong to my kids, 
You know what I'm saying? It's kind of messed up because we've detached from our people so long that it's a lot of Indians that have been getting land and reparations and Las Vegas casinos that don't even deserve it. It's actually our shit they're giving away to them. Right. You just said reparations. You know what I'm saying? If they give black people reparations, how much money do you think or even... Is there even a amount of number? Are we going for money? Are we going for land? Are we going for like... When you say reparations, what are we exactly looking for? Um, are this gonna be like? I think, I think, I think the reparations thing is kind of. I don't really ask for reparations, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I used to at one time, but the reason I don't ask for reparations is because I feel they kicking so much food stamps and Section A and stuff out mm-hmm. that I actually bury feeding your reparations off the rip. It's just mm-hmm. some people live on it for the rest of their life. Right. But if you get, if you're not paying for your rent. You're not paying for your water or none of that. You living in the hood. You that getting your reparations. A form of reparations. It is. You, if mm-hmm. you ain't got no job, you know in the hood you you can live out there for zero yeah. rent. You don't got to pay for air. You don't. Now it might be a little uncomfortable. People right. shooting, but your living is zero right. for real. You get right. what I'm saying? So technically, I never thought about you that. getting your. They give us our reparations as a safety net if you can't survive without us. Now, do you think uh, black people in general? And I know we're getting kind of heavy here. It's a spill podcast, so it's okay. Definitely okay. But do you think that black people play a victim role? Um, and because of the inequality that we have had for this long, we're still in 2021 saying that we are the victim here, and this is why we can't progress because of A, B, and C. I think I think we we should be allowed to say that, and I mm-hmm. think I th- what what they push they say yo you playing a victim role, right? But it's like okay, it's cool to say it's a victim role, but if we really are victims, what we other role re- can we, we play? Really, the victim. You get what I'm saying? We really, if we like that's like if a chick gets raped for like 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. she's twenty, and, and she's, she's out there she saying, still says it. She, you get what I'm saying? Right, she right. really got raped, so okay, if, what other world can she play? What can she, what we can are she go victims, off of? so it's like, yeah, we do play the victim role because we're the victims. Yeah, and that, just to make it very clear, I mean, we are battling people who had a 400-year head start. Yeah, that, and that's really, really, that's really the only reason they just, they winning right now. Right. If, if, if That's like if all four of us in this room all had four companies in different places. We had maybe 20 to 30 workers apiece. If we ain't never had to pay them no dental service mm-hmm. for 400 years, we never gave them no paychecks, right. no insurance. All we had to do is basically give them a little, feed them for breakfast, lunch, and mm-hmm. dinner. You'll be a billionaire too. Your kids right. will be straight too. 400 years of not we paying wouldn't have that generational wealth. Right. If you but making money though? We had to start from not even being considered an entire human being. If you had a, not learning how to write or read. Yeah, if you had 20 workers bro for a year straight and they like you don't got a pam for a year mm-hmm. bro you gonna be rich as hell when that yeah. year is up exactly you get what i'm saying and that's how they beating us they're not beating us because they smarter it's just they just had 400 years and not paying out no money and they've been given they had 400 years to collect enough money to more money than one person can actually spend in his lifetime right so it always just goes to the next person mm-hmm. who can't spend it in their lifetime and the yep. next person. And the next person so it's just, it's just wealth flipping. So yeah. it's like, no, y'all really not beating us. It's just mm-hmm. y'all have done something to make sure you... it on yeah. from generation to generation. Right. Yeah, we we just can't catch, catch up right now. Because the world is not set up in a way where black people will ever get 400 years of free labor. Yeah, yeah. we can't. From another can't race. Go back like, I don't think that will ever We'll never get it. We don't have and if we do get it, it's gonna be off our own people. Definitely off our own. 
Yeah, with a blood like blood diamond situation, something like that. Right. It's gonna be off on people in white boy. We never get it out the whiteies like that. We would need the DeLorean to go back to the future. Mm. Huh? We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. You get what I'm saying? I think nature. I think nature gonna help us win quicker than the business and stuff will. With right. the sun and all this stuff that's going on. All right. That was good, man. Yeah, we that good. was real good, yeah, man. Good. Artillery. I real. Yes, sir. The Spill Podcast. You got the spill for us today. We got the spill. I got the spill. I did want to do one thing first. What's that? I did want to bring a little bit of light into the situation here. Okay. okay. Is that okay with you guys? Right. Can we laugh a little bit? Ha ha ha. Can we laugh a little bit? <laughs> now, this segment of the show, I would like to call What If They Were Black? <laughs> what if they were black? I'm going to say that again because I like this so much. What if they were what black? What if they were black? Now, first person that we're going to have step up is Bruce Wayne. Mm. What if, black. Bruce what if Batman was black? I think Batman would have left his cape at his baby mama house if he was black. I think Batman would have missed the payment on his utility belt bill. Now his utility belt's cut off. I think if black man was, if I said black man, I think, <laughs> I think if black man was black, <laughs> black man, he was would black. be black. It's a but, um, folks. <laughs> I think if Batman was black, Batman would have spent a lot of more time getting laid. Oh, yeah. Because oh, you know, yeah. Batman was turning down the box left and right. Oh, yeah, because he had to go fight crime. But a black, black a black dude would have been like, yo, I'm going to hit her and then go do it. <laughs> Not the black uh, Batman. And he probably got a couple baby mamas, too. Yeah. He probably got car seats in the Batmobile. He definitely would have been smoking weed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dutch guts on uh, the floor in the Batmobile. <laughs> Batmobile would have definitely had some rims on it. Oh, it would have oh. had some rims. One uh, donut, though. <laughs> It had a donut on it. Batman would have some twenty foes. Batman that. would have been killing shit because you know Batman he just beats you up and put you for the cops. Yeah. Like I think I think Batman would have been racking up some bodies if he was black. Like he would have definitely yeah. shot a couple people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Batman, see the the white Batman, he didn't shoot anybody. Yeah. The black man, he's yeah. definitely shooting somebody. See, I think black man only so much fighting black, we do. I keep you messing me up. I know, man. I think Batman would have had a whole grill because you know yeah. he had the little jump on his face. When you show them teeth, it would have been all goals in this mouth. Mm. Bat suit would have been by Nike. <laughs> I think Batman would have struck Catwoman. Because <laughs> Catwoman was trying to put it on Batman on everything. She was kissing oh, yeah. him and everything. Yeah, he would have And Batman used to duck her because she was a, fi- a villain. Catwoman was like that baby mama that get on your nerves, but you love her. Nah. Yeah. Shout out to baby mamas. I'm already on child support. So I think the Joker would have been on dope and pills. I think Batman would have had a flyer suit. I think he would have probably draped that joint out eventually. Like, mm. yeah, you know, Batman was his skin tight and with the leather. He probably would have had a Louis suit, anything. Oh, yeah. Batman. Black Batman. Black Batman. The Black Batman. What would his name be? Because, you know, the white name would have been Bruce Wayne. Was Bruce Wayne. Oh, man, that's something to think about. What do you call... Yeah. What do you call the black Batman? It can't be Bruce Wayne. That's too white of a It's not Bruce. It's definitely, no, it's not. definitely not Bruce. It can't be one of those two name niggas like Bruce Wayne. Like, gave his ass like two Earl, first Earl names. Earl Dwayne. No. Hank Earl. 
I think his name would have been Joe. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> Joe. Joe. Just Joe. Dirty Joe. Joe. Yeah. I want to know. Brian. Uh, who, who else? What else you got, real? If they were black. Andre. What if Inspector Gadget? Oh my God! The gadgets are the whole gadget. The gadgets would change. The spec, the, yeah, no. the gadgets would change. Go go gadget do rag. He, he would have to need things that help would help him survive as a black man. As a, oh yeah, ooh, yeah. As so, a black man. Yeah, because you know we do different shit than they do. We all run houses, but it's just certain shit we do today. Go go gadget driver license. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, need that driver license, girl. Go go gadget wave cap. <laughs> go go gadget cop scanner. Like all Word. That. Yeah, for real. Word. Go go gadget cocoa butter. Bruh. He out there just getting lotion. I, I, I know he wouldn't have wore that trench coat. He wouldn't have wore the trench coat. He would have had on something else. I think we had a Nike sweatsuit on. Man, that's Inspector Gadget if he was black, man. He definitely would have ate more. I don't know. Inspector Inspector Gadget was like a robot, man. So it's like he was, he was like programmed. Yeah, but he would need straight black stuff. Yeah, he definitely would. He just had a long ass chin. He definitely would have a different shaped head for sure. Probably had cornrows. <laughs> His face was like. I see Inspector Gadget, black Inspector Gadget with cornrows. Cornrows. The accent would have to change. Oh, definitely. The accent would have to change. Explain. <laughs> yeah, definitely the environment. Cause oh, he was, yeah. his neighborhood was like some, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, was there? I've never seen a black face on Inspector Gadget's th- cartoon. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't now know. I'm thinking about it. People where he was at. Now I'm thinking I've never remember looking at the show and being like, oh, he just saved a no. black girl, a black dude. Back in the day, we didn't have a lot of black cartoon characters. Like, yeah. they always used to put just one in there. Yeah, they throw them in there for, polit- for politically correct. And reasons. then it had like a hot top fade. Yeah, yeah. like on Hey Arnold. What a, yeah, hey you know Arnold? they always did that. They uh, did Captain America, Skeeter, yeah. that that Skeeter dude. They always, they always had a hot giving top the hot fade. top. Yeah. yeah, and the fro used to be like high though. It never was like a small middle. It always used to be a a yeah, eraser yeah. top yeah, jump, like the kid yeah, from Play hey Arnold. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. But you know, cousin Skeeter on Doug was a black dude though. They just made he him was, blue. But he was blue. Yeah, yeah they right, made him right, blue. Right. They made him black as fuck. Now, see, <laughs> how they, see how they did that. He you was know what they black. Make, Couldn't he like break dance blue. and shit? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was blue, bro. And his nose was big. They really was joking him though. They gave him a huge ass nose. Huge nose. They ain't get that man no that love. Was boy. Everybody had a little point, and his jump was like a hot dog, like crazy nose. <laughs> They used to play. They played us, man, with that. That's something to think about, man. Because even when you th- you're right, hey Arnold, dude had that do yeah, on the there. Same high top fade. Steve Urkel had that do. Like you know what they, they the that is the go to do is the high top fade. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Do you know why? Like nowadays in movies, they don't give like black dudes hairlines. Like they're going for the barbershop. Like you see these movies with like Denzel and all these uh, actors where they don't give black dudes like. It's like they leave them like that just on some... I don't know. It's weird. It's weird, man. I always notice that in movies. Let's know. go. Let's do Let's Probably do one more. Then I'm going to add a twist in this. Okay. Okay. All right. So, this one here. What if Full House was black? Full House. First and foremost. What was dude that was living in the basement? Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey, right? 
Uncle Joey lived there the rest of his life. He was never always moved. there. If he was black, Uncle Joey ain't going nowhere. He never moved. Yeah. Uncle Jesse. Now, Jesse, Jesse. would have definitely been a rapper instead of like the type of artist he yeah. was. Right. 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 He would have right. been a rapper. Right. Definitely would have been one of them chicks would have had some ass. Yeah, okay. yeah, cause you know we ain't have no ass up for a house. We ain't paying no mind because it was young mm. for us. But yeah. as an adult looking back on the women, it was no ass in it. It was club. nothing. It was nothing. No really ass to look at. at. Like, nothing really uh, look at. No ass at all. Once DJ mm. got older, she would definitely got ass. The twins would have definitely never grown up to do their own stuff like Mary and Mary Kate. They would have definitely dropped them off the show eventually. They would have been. Yeah. Cause they Mary was, and Mary, they they bad and Mary as hell. Kate, them niggas blew up. Yo. Them niggas is millionaires now. <laughs> they would have been them kids would have been bad them, as hell. I think yeah. they the richest people from the show. Did they come back to the Fuller House? No, they didn't. They was the only people that didn't come back. Everybody else came it was back because they needed. House? Everybody else came back because they needed that check. Fuller House. It was everybody who they didn't get money at the Fuller House. Yeah. Now hold on. Full House was black. If Topanga was black, Topanga would have Oof. five kids. Topanga had to be black. She ain't got to be. Topanga was black. Topanga would have got if pregnant that in her childhood. Topanga, man. Topanga is the only, the only white girl I know with a ghetto name like that. Topanga, Topanga had like black features in her face, like big lips, her nose, like. Tabanga, she, she Tabanga yeah. looked like she ain't belong to them. And we just, they was like, no, we just taking this one. It's like, all right, we got to give him one. Yeah, we, <laughs> right, give, we him give him one. one. Sometimes yeah. there's one sprinkled in there. Was she the black person with the hot top? She was on Boy Meets World. The girl that he was always after. She was the hot top of Florida. The hot top of Florida. Topanga? Topanga was on Boy Meets World with uh, Corey. Corey. Yeah. She was the one black person. And remember the dude? Yeah. Now, let me tell you something. If they were black, the dude that kept looking over the fence, um, he would have definitely been a rob. He would have went up in the home improvement. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, that's home that's improvement. That's home improvement. Okay, that's a different. But show. you talk about Mr. Feeney. If, was if, on if, if he was black, somebody would have probably shot at him yes, eventually. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never yeah. seen that dude. He always had like his. It was just his <laughs> yeah. eyes. And like the, at first, it was at the fence. <laughs> he but then they started be, getting creative with him and like speeding like like he'll be at the porch and then the porch Jonah covers or he'll be behind a bush or something like Tim. Let yeah. me tell you something about life, sir. It's like, bro, where this nigga mouth at? Like, what is he doing? <laughs> like, he, Tim always used to win for him. Go to him for advice, though. Yeah, and he always used to have something for him. And like, what nigga, I do about and this? And that nigga person? knew about everything that was going on. That nigga everybody. knew too much. Yeah, he knew too much. Because he used knew to be peeping much. over that fence. And he never, never said. He never said nothing about it. Like, now here's the twist that I'm gonna give you guys. Good times. What if, they were what if it was white? Oh my Yo, god! They would probably be having good times. I would. Real, they, they, de- they definitely would have came up a whole lot quicker in life. I tell you that. I feel like we got played on good times. I feel like even the theme song, it was not a damn good time in it. Oh yeah. Um, what is, what is Temporary it? layoff. Hold good on. times. Was it? What was it? It was. Oh, it's don't in the child don't, line. I don't think anybody knows what that lady was hanging saying. in the valley. So I don't know. I don't think that. I, I don't think nobody knows what that lady was saying because she was going through so much bad but times. You know that, yeah, that good time. The good times anthem, though. It was like I guess it was dope for their experience because it was like it was like no matter how they ended the show, the show always really ended with either them laughing, cracking a joke. 
After all like, they've been through. It's like all this stuff going on with us. We still chilling like. And I think there's something, there's something dope about the hood though. It's like they look at the hood mm. like that. They ain't got much. But it's like we couldn't afford to get expensive Apple computers. Expensive right, 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 right. So half the time almost every dude in your family know how to crack jokes. Mm. They know how to make you laugh. And they know how to have fun. They find stuff and like flip on mat anything. Like we, we are the people that really create. We actually have real fun. Black people are known to take nothing and turn it into Yeah, something. we have we have real fun. You get what I'm saying? We don't need batteries for us to have 10 people in a room and have a ball. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, You're right. You learn how to have fun with life when you can't afford it. So, And that was, what if they were black? <laughs> That's a dope segment, though. That make you think. <laughs> Let's give them with the spill. That make, the spill. The spill. Podcast. <laughs> All right, so this is the spill of the day. Last segment of the show. Last segment of the show. We're gonna talk about some good stuff today. So, spill of the day. When it comes to our life mm-hmm. now, and talking about how we came up, there's a lot of differences. So it's probably hard for the youth today, the younger generation, this generation, to imagine. Growing up like we grew up, mm-hmm. right? Just like it was for us imagining growing up like our parents grew up. For instance, right. outdoor plumbing or the TV just going off at at a certain time. The floor model TVs. Mm, right, the floor model TVs. Probably even worse. So some people say that uh, the younger generation... Uh, their social skills are crippled because social media and always being on a cell phone and they're not able to balance their social media life between their real life. Yeah. So for the spill of the day, what are some things that we grew up experiencing that the younger generation today could benefit from? I'm or they say, would actually enjoy doing. I'm gonna say uh outside period. Yeah. Just I going remember, outside. I remember I remember being outside and my friends coming to me and say, Your mama said it was time to come in the house. Right, right. You know, you wake up early in the morning, you eat your breakfast, you you scarf from breakfast down, and you hitting outside. Right. Because outside was everything to a child. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean from kickball to um Rolling, poly. Yeah, we played the, the hell out of that. up and run. I remember thorough games of hide and go seek. Man, hide and go seek. You, everybody trying with, to with get a the big girl. ass number of kids. <laughs> yes, you where that shit saying? really was fun. Like, yes. Whereas I mean, now you miss about three niggas. The game over. Back in the day, you had to chase about 12, yeah. 20 niggas to the base. I'm, I'm talking about. And there's always one nigga that's like, bro, I ain't even coming out to you, fam. Me, uh-huh. you looking for this nigga for about thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he went home, I'm got something. About, he came back. Game still going on. Yeah, mm. I mean, just being in the projects, going to the candy lady, the iceberg lady, mm. um, I, just Hollywood, trucks riding yeah, through. Yeah, you got the, you got. Uh, we had two ice cream trucks. One ice cream truck was the. Uh, it was the guy that came with all the the bomb. The water pops. ice dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right, like, right, that, right. That type of ice banana thing. splits. He used to the, come at night. Yeah. yeah. Then you had the, the other yellow guy, truck. The, yeah, you had the other guy come Hollywood. with banana splits with the. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just the you you didn't want to miss outside life because outside life was just so real. We didn't we didn't have anything. I mean, we had you know Nintendo and Sega yeah. and stuff, but we weren't playing that junk all day. No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, 
a bike was m- the like the most yeah. precious thing to a to a. It was a, a car. Child. It was a car. Yeah. I think I think they got us hooked on them games though when that when the internet can't went on them yeah because at first yeah. it's like people let us socialize and anything you could bring socialization to is mm-hmm. gonna make you addicted to it a little bit right once they made it so that you could like at first you could only play with your homeboys at, at had, your house they at had home. to be in the room yeah or yeah else you was playing this damn game by yourself and right. it ain't that fun once you beat the whole game right. after that. If your homies ain't there with you, this game ain't seven. fun no more. Yeah, it ain't fun no more. Nah, it's not. But once you can sit at home and play 007 and play with a nigga in Africa, one right, day, right. Now you don't have to leave the crib. They don't have to leave the crib, and they made and it social. And that's what I'm saying. And that's how it kind of like they put the phone on that motherfucker. When you put, yeah. when you put, by being outside, we made it easier on our parents. Yeah, right. That was the only advertising was on TV, so mm-hmm. we didn't want as much. Yeah, you didn't even see it. Everything. Right. Like, and, right. I think I think one of the biggest things was the library effect. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you know, like at first we could we had to really look in the book, find the page, read that shit for real, look at it. Copy oh yeah, the we didn't have a Google. It's like yeah. it's like information. It's Do you like, remember having to look like up they, stuff in an encyclopedia? Yeah, it's like they learn it. Cheat, and the cheat code, Jank. Remember the cheat code, yeah. <laughs> It's like you learn something, you forget it and so quick. Even that you, you couldn't Google. So fast. No. You would have to buy the the game, the yeah. book to the game. And they give you the cheat code. And they give you in the game. The book yeah. was like 20 bucks. You had to buy that too with the game if you wanted to do that. Hell yeah. That was, that was fire about that. That was fire. Yeah, like, and then once that, everything digital now. We had GCC.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you remember talking on the phone? We still talking on the phones, but it was talking about the house phone. I'm t- the t- house talking phone. about talking on the house phone. I'm talking. We Yo, talk on the, the phone, phone now, Yo, but we have we have like FaceTime. We got like FaceTime and people. A lot of people I know. I text more than I actually talk on talk. the phone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's like a pro and a con. And know? then my kids yeah. don't even know how to talk to the phone. Yeah, talk on the phone. There go. That's definitely a pro and con because I, I feel. Man, I remember talking on the phone and I was talking to the girl. Because what I used to do when I get out of school, I let my brother talk to whatever he doing. Mm-hmm. My sister get on the phone, then night shift, I close out the show. Right, 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 yeah. right. So one time, right, my mama ain't had call waiting on her house phone. So I'm on the phone all night. I didn't even know this was possible. The operator come through the line like, your mama said, hang this phone up. She trying to call you. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Yeah. The operator came through while I was on the phone. That's Zero. Emergency, emergency oh, notice. On the house phone. That's what we used yeah. to do. Fall asleep with you the fall phone asleep on. Over that I think they still fall asleep Dad with the phone. Dad's wake you up. You call them back like, why you hang up? Then fall asleep after they answer. Like, yeah. when you asleep. Oh no, I won't. But now it's kind of interpersonal because now you're actually you're looking at the person. Yeah, Yeah. I think I think I think the video chat did make it benefit. I think that's win for the new generation. Is that you could be somewhere else and like, and the reason I said that for me and my shorty, like, Mm -hmm. oh my god, like. That video chat, I know that don't save that's my relationship. That's definitely clutch. That's definitely clutch. If it was just all audio, yeah. long people could really have long distance dead ass relationships now. Right. Yo, right. You're right. Yo, speaking of the phone, right? This guy over here. <laughs> yo, he talking to his shorty. He met her. Um, 
she got a friend. Mm -hmm. We never saw each other. Okay. <laughs> we started talking. Like, mm -hmm. just talking, never saw yeah. each other and everything. This when um, sending a letter was like, the, the shit at the time yeah like you yeah. can mail somebody a letter mail they ass a letter you know what I'm saying this was like the shit at the time so he like yo let's go meet them man I got catfish yo ah catfish crazy yeah, oh you yeah. talking about that time when it was Shantae won it was it nah, who was it was Shantae it was the joint that uh um what's his name Kevin Kevin got Kevin got into it. With it him. was it. It was one 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 of them named Destiny or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Destiny. Hey, hold on, no name caller, no name. My bad. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know where she at, so she ain't gonna see that. Yeah, so I think it was one of Destiny friends or like straight catfish meal. Was it like with a uh, smoking on Friday situation? Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. you ever, 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 ever come back around here? Yeah, yeah, it was one of those. But bro. yeah, that vid chat boy, that junk. That think, yeah, chat. that's definitely a win for the new generation. I think the video chat, especially for the elderly. Like, you know I just don't like when my kids be on FaceTime and they don't let us know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I walk around the house in my drawers, so. They coming in, like, grandma on the phone. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They push that down quick. Like, my, 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 my daughter, uh, my youngest, they FaceTime, but, you know, her, her grandma, her great-grandma, so that's like a benefit to it. Now, Artillery, you're a musician. Yes, You're sir. a rapper. So you remember a time where we had to go to the store mm -hmm. to buy albums. Yeah, I do remember that. Yo, what was that store like? Planet 8 or something? Planet 8. That Sam you had Sam, Sam Goody. Sam's Goody. Sam yeah. Goody. Oh, I ain't from here. Yo. Oh, yeah. You from Atlanta. So your Jones is different. Yeah, Circuit City and shit. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yo. I remember Me buying too. an album with so Yo. Order them jumps through the mail. Them jumps. Yo, to, and then used to used to go and read all the credits and the and then we, bro, and the book. We, we was dubbing tapes off straight off the radio. Bro. Then off the radio. They, that's what the radio. I, I think they I think they spoiled, and that's that was the first mixtape. That's literally because you had to literally tape. if you wanted to make a tape, you had to sit by that radio for hours. Man, you had to sit by the radio. You had to sit by the radio. That's where how the term mixtape was. It was a tape with a mixture of music, mixtapes. You get the single, and then you get the instrumental, and you get the. Ain't it though? You got a full single jump. Listen to a nigga, then rap to his beat and everything. Then the clean version. Yeah, got the clean version on there too, and the remix. It's like, look, you can play this for your kid. You can listen to it, or you can rap to it. Pick your pick your jump. Before the CD though, you had the cassette tape. So mm. if you went and bought a cassette tape, you literally had to listen to that whole album. You really fast forwarding. You pop on your motherfucking ass. Oh, when that string like, came out, that oh, yeah, bitch, you had to roll it up. Hell yeah, stick a pencil on that bitch and get it. Yeah. And that that bitch roll and that, that bitch, bitch twists over on your ass. You got to pull that bitch out, straighten it <laughs> down, and make sure that gets going straight. And that was the same with the movies too. Ooh. Like when we yeah. had the VHS tapes. Yeah. Then once the nigga, then once the nigga learned he could ball a piece of paper up and stick. That bitch in the square and make that bitch record. It was a rap. <laughs> I, I got a question. Yeah, it was a tape. It was a tape. Like the tapes had like squares on them. Like yeah, yeah, and yeah. and the ones that you could record on used to block that part. 
So if you take a oh, piece yeah. of paper take and stick it in a hole, it'll it act like it's yeah, it'll yeah, record. You, you can do that with a VHS tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You see that? You still a VHS? Yeah, yeah. They gonna go hard in, yeah, boy. That's how I used to record a BET uncut. I go take a, I go take a VHS tape, mm-hmm. like some 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 movie that we get tired of looking at. Right, right. Boom. Mm. Put some tissue. Put they ain't gonna watch. They ain't gonna watch Rosewood yeah. no more. Let yeah. me go ahead it's and get this. It's crazy this. though how we used to do all that, and now you just bro pick up your phone and hit the record. Hit the record that's button. that's like all you got to do. Like, <laughs> and if you want to, if you want to watch anything, anything that's out there, it's all you got to do is go on your phone. And yeah. it's and, and the, it's there. And the file will never get scratched. The tape will never. It's just Nothing. push record. If if, if a show back on the back in the day came on at eight o'clock. Buffer. You had to be at that mm. motherfucker at seven fifty nine. Yo, ready, ready to watch. Yo. Hit that zone on the right moment. Yo, I remember looking at the TV. Remember, remember, you had to go to the channel for the TV for the guy? TV guy. You had to yeah. wait. That zone was slowly going. Be mad Ooh. as a bitch when you miss your channel. You like <laughs> wait for yeah. that, wait for that zone. Wait for it to come back up. Man. You don't even have you. They don't even have that now. You could just literally look at what you want to look at when you want to look at it. Yeah, you right. just type search, go to YouTube, Netflix, whatever. It's, it's, it's right there. Cable. Yeah, but it's basic cable still exists. Like, but can you plug the cable cord to the back of the TV? Now? Nah, well, yeah, you can. It's still no. Nah, I think no. Nah, they did. They they removed the cord. Ain't no more analog. Now everything digital. It's all digital. Because I remember they was yeah. making people turn their TVs in. Everything it's, digital it's all now. digital now. Yeah, yeah. everything all digital. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to. But like I ain't mad at the digital world though, because I was I don't need I don't like all the damn cords and um, a movie a and- movie buff like me a TV show buff like me I love this era because it's no commercials they can put out a show and literally put out the whole season I hate watching shows week to week yeah like I have to if I'm gonna binge watch I'm gonna watch the whole thing all at one time and quality. Oh my god oh. We used to think That shit was hot Back what? then What Bro you looking at 4K HD Like yeah this is yo, dope yo, And man. then all of a sudden yo. You see the rug rats Or one of them old yo. Mommy I shrunk the kids Or oh, something yeah. old And, sh- and you, you realize You can like, see all the green screen in And it's this. like How the fuck Was this shit even clear <laughs> You know what I thought You know what show I thought Had the best graphics What Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh my God! Oh, that shit so that, that shit, shit looks like clay. <laughs> that shit look like clay right now <laughs> fighting on the screen. That's exactly what it is. It was bro. clay. Look like bro. them damn Chuck E. Cheese robots out there, bro. It ain't no game. Now the cartoons they three D. They don't even try to cartoon. They don't even try to draw. If them you bitches. see Bugs Bunny now, he moving like a human. Yeah, on that they don't. They don't draw them bitches no more. They straight. They games got computer sweat. generated. You go to CGI. You go to two K yeah. and you mm-hmm. see the sweat dripping down the nigga face now. Oh, two K now on a five is like playing with you playing. That's LeBron on the box. Mm. On the box. On yeah, the box. Oh, my Xbox player. What up? I don't know nothing about that box. <laughs> don't drop that gamer tag on that man. I don't know nothing about that box. <laughs> Yo, sorry. yeah, like that zone, that zone, everything's spruced up now, man. Yeah, man, everything's spruced up. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like I feel like the youth of today is some stuff that they will be able to live through, but I, I don't think they will be able to live through like the non-streaming. Yeah. It's because they losing their ability to rig stuff. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, because like when everything's digital and inside this, if it breaks, it's computerized. It's like right. a, somebody with a computer got to fix know, it. But they learning that too, though. They learning it, but without electricity, 
You can't do that technical yeah, shit. Whereas, you know, I did, like with a new car, if the electricity don't run through it, it's fucked. Whereas back in the day, that shit ain't had to have no electricity. Your daddy could win in that bitch and pull the radio oh, around and all kind of shit. When you say that, when you say that, a guy at work told me, he said, the difference between a new car and an old car. If a new car break down, you don't know what's wrong with it. You got to take it. Put it on a computer and mm. an old car with something wrong with it. Just swapped apart. <laughs> old car, something wrong. It talked to you. Yeah. Nah. You can you can listen to it and like oh and see what's wrong with going it. Bad. Yep. Oh, your, oh, your, your engine slipping. Yeah, it was you, physical you shit. Some, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Whatever broke in that bitch. Yep. If you could mold metal, you might could rebuild. Right. What right, the fuck right. was in there? And right, it ain't like right. that no more. Now it's a wire doing that shit. Exactly. <laughs> it's a wire, bro. It's, it's some whole other shit. It's just different now. Like, it's just totally different. So, one last thing about this here. So, now, even with your life, you can get on social media and be a completely different person and have a completely different life than what really is actually going on. My thing is, people get so caught up a clout chasing. Mm-hmm. People get so caught up of uh, thinking they gotta do something or carry on a persona mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get the likes of another person. Right. Yeah. The most realest thing you can be is yourself. Right. You know, yeah. people people fall in love with the genuine person, mm-hmm. not the person that's acting. Mm-hmm. Because the person that's acting, they gotta keep on acting, acting, mm-hmm. acting, acting, right. acting, and acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's then, like you know, and then sooner or later it's gonna run out. You're gonna be catching up slipping, then you gotta you gotta make up for Saturday because right. on Friday you said you was this. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't even going it's, it's like the whole it's like it's like back then you had to earn the right to have a lot Yo, of people looking right. at you. Yo, like if you was right. the, if you was Yo, that nigga in school, you was that dude. It's cause your mama had your shoes right. right. You, that you dude. know how to crack the jokes. You got a crumble a couple times and got your ass beat so you earned that shit to be the right. class clown. Now you could be a nobody, start a page, get yeah. add, and you could just Yo. add a bunch of people to your page and if they accept it, you can go out to five thousand friends and now you got Yo, five thousand right. niggas looking at you for no fucking reason. For that's no reason, that's right. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, man, I like what Whereas by the time we got done earning and getting niggas to fuck with us, we done learned right. so much shit across the right. way that by the time everybody looking, we dope by now. Right. Whereas these niggas just get up that bitch with no hard work. That's crazy. No hard work. So they don't even know what to do while niggas looking. Like People go viral for the most minuscule things. I think, like it just, it just crazy to me how people, they just take off and instantly, it's like instantly be, famous. It's like being roasted was something that used to make you a better person. A better person, a better bro. person. It's like you might cry, bro. you might get your spirit bro. broke, but when you came back, them shoes was clean, or you brushed your <laughs> that, teeth off. That made you us tougher. Yes, sir. You cleaned your shit up, basically. Being off. roasted made you tougher. If now you went you, to school and somebody say, hey, man, your breath stink, and everybody was joking you, I bet you the next day, not a day after fresh. that, you had that damn extra. Nigga, nigga, had, nigga had new shoes. His mama gave him just to wear one just so to get some... Now a nigga could light your ass up And you could have 5,000 viewers And you gonna do what you did Even harder Right You, you get gonna, what I'm saying You gonna take what like you been roasted for Like damn this nigga teeth fessed up Messed up Now you the nigga that get on cam and, and push your teeth Smiling. in the camera Making them worse Cause you trying to go viral And get money and famous 
crazy. So it's like now you can now you can now with the roasting shit is actually some shit that blows your and ass up. And it's, really, and that it's was, frankly, it's hard to roast people now because yeah. everybody's so sensitive. They yeah. ready to cancel your ass for telling a joke about somebody. Facts. So it's like, nah, don't don't tell that nigga to stop being stupid. Let him do it. Like with the whole, like with the whole, tell him to stop. Like with the whole bullying thing. Like I feel like they're taking what we used to do, and they're calling it bullying. They're taking the dozens. And Carly, you remember your mama so fat? Yeah, yeah I she think she said on the she said on the rainbow and made skittles. They can make you it shit like people. that. Your mama so fat that she stood on a, a the scale and it said to be continued. Niggas used to have tons of jokes. Yeah. Your mama so your mama so stupid. I told her it was chilly outside. She went and got a bowl. <laughs> bowl your mama so big. I was having sex with a road over. I was still on the bed. <laughs> your mama is so poor. She was kicking the box. Asked her what she doing. She said moving. <laughs> your mama so old. When God said let there be light, she turned on the switch. Yeah, <laughs> niggas used to be roasting. Your mama house so small, I spit it and she drowned. <laughs> nigga said, man, your mama so goddamn big. She had on a Malcolm X shirt and the helicopter landed on the bitch. <laughs> 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 niggas used to be lining niggas' ass up in that bitch. Yeah, but, but. I don't think the youth today will be able to handle that. Shit. A nigga fights your ass today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, niggas wanted to fight then. Oh, and then yeah. niggas sit there and be mad as a bitch and be like, if I fight, Yo. they gonna. No, man. Yo, do, yeah. you rem- do you remember Mama knock knock my mama off the cliff? The, oh yeah, that shit used to start a lot of fights. A nigga put the we used to do the jump where a nigga take like a stick, like two niggas be trying to fight and niggas ain't about to do shit. That, oh, so yeah. niggas just say like fuck it, I'm gonna put they put some on your shoulder and be like, I bet you want to knock his mama off the oh, cliff. Yeah. And yeah. niggas be like, don't knock his mama off the cliff. That man, mama dead. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nigga knock your mama off the cliff. Nigga take off with your head. Bloop, 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 bloop. What the other shit they used to say, bad man hit first or some shit like that, baddest man. Uh, man. Some shit like that. And then, you know, and then, you know, niggas used to do that shit where they used to put the shoulder oh, to yeah, a nigga's shoulder man, you and be walk, walking around <laughs> in circle like, like, what's up, bro? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, and then all of a sudden, a nigga come through and, and smack your arm up like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. don't let that nigga hit your bro. Nigga take off, niggas fighting and shit. Yo. Man. Yeah, it was, di- it was different then, bro. But yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think and, the kids. And that's another thing. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I don't think the kids or the young, the the younger crowd. You know, I'm not saying they can't, but it was a different time at that time. You know, you had to really be yourself. Right. If yeah. you was if you was that guy, you was that guy. If Niggas, you, yeah. if you knew how to fight, but that because the whole block knew you mm-hmm. how to fight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you knew how to dress, that because everybody, all the girls was on you because you knew how to dress. You know what yeah. I'm saying? People are, I think now they're taken away from what they can truly be to try to get uh, clout on social media. That's why I was yeah. saying it's not a it's not a balance between who I am on social media and who I am in real life. Because like, yeah. if I was to put you in a room, you talk, all, you, we got people that put a whole lot of stuff on social media, right? A whole lot yeah. of long statuses and whatever the case may be. But if I was to put you in a room with a group of people, would you be able to hold a conversation? And that's the reality of it. That's like, what, that's would you missing. be able to hold a conversation with it's, people in real life? Everybody got the matrix now with social media. Like right. it's like that. You it like it's like now instead, I don't have to go to the, like his house or your house to reach you in California from VA. Right. At first, if you saw it, it's because I was in front of your face and you got to look at me and be like. <laughs> 
this nigga ain't it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now a nigga can be somewhere else and right. show you three, three minutes and disappear and right. and he might be broke for two months. Mm-hmm. Right. But he ain't even go upload another one into paycheck day. Right. So all you see is, damn, I've been with, friends with him for two years, mm-hmm. but you looking at his brightest moments is different. When you, right, it's when different. I'm, I even yeah. looked at my own Instagram, and at one point in my Instagram, because even when I told myself before I did this podcast, because I wasn't an entirely personable person mm-hmm. on social media, I didn't put anything about my kids, I wouldn't put anything about my life on social media until I did this podcast, which I was like, if I'm going to do this, you know, we had this conversation, right. if we're going to do this, right, we're going to keep yeah. it genuine, and we're going to be who we truly are to the mm-hmm. core. So we give people an opportunity to say, hey, I rock with these dudes right. or I don't rock with these. Yeah. Dudes. So I looked at my own Instagram. I was like, damn, I'm only putting stuff on here when I'm traveling. Right. Those are my only pictures. Yeah. Every time I would travel, I would go and put but I had nothing in between. So I was like, what am I really saying about myself? Because somebody mm. can look at that. And be like, he always he's always gone. And truthfully, I'm not. I, t- I, you know, I, t- I, I think I think that's why the world turned the reality shows the way it did for entertainment. Right. It's like so many people got to see whatever we showed them on social media, social media that now the world is fascinated to see what you do behind the scenes. Right, now. right, right. Because at first it was something everybody just got to see all the time. MTV crazy, everybody ran around to do it, but now it's like, yeah. now it's like granny? dying. To, yeah, access, access granted, granny. yeah. Now it's like they dying to see your real life. Right. Like is he really Is he doing Is he All you see on BET TV Now is reality shows Everybody trying to be In everybody's business Everybody trying to see What they're doing I I don't mean to cut you off But the realest MTV Cribs I ever saw Was Red Red Man Red Man That was the realest I mean he stayed in like a. It was like a town home (laughs) He just was like When they got there He was just laying down He was like Oh y'all here Welcome to my crib It was a nigga sleeping It was a nigga sleeping In the In the the, the living room (laughs) Yeah Yeah. So listen So listen So I tell him So we're gonna wrap this thing on up being that we talked on this build, yeah. being from your past, your present, and now, right? Mm. What do you say to the young to, to the young folks that's following you? You know how can how can they be themselves during this time? You know, um, I think the best way you can be yourself is to upload it the first way you do it. You That's get what real. I'm saying? Because whatever you did the first time, whatever, when you took the picture the first time, That's that you. was really it. Yeah. Whatever you did to for your second picture that you posted was the, the cleanup matrix you created. Right. Like, oh, right. I don't like how right. my hair was. Let me move this to the side. Let me turn this way. Let me. Now you give right. it. But whatever you did at first and you looked at it, that was the one that was like, nah, that's you. Right. When you type the post fast and you read it and then start adjusting words, deleting it. that's yeah, when you put yeah. the matrix on it. Yeah. But whatever you type first off the rip, that really was what you're supposed to put post on. Yeah. Usually, if you just release whatever you do first half of the time, it's going to be your original. It's the best. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I got some freestyles I did where I'll mess up in them. I'll be like, man, I ain't doing it over. And I just let it fly. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Half the time. And that's the real person that you really are. Right. You get what I'm saying? That's the real person. But. I guess the best way you can really be who you are is you got to, I would tell you to just learn some more, read some books. Just Sometimes people don't even have the tools to even know how to know what the hell they are. 
Because it don't a lot of right. things don't make sense to them. So it's like, and that's why I tell people to read. I think the vocabulary and talking to people is the biggest thing. Because if you don't have the words to really, def- if you don't have the vocabulary enough to have words in your shit that mm-hmm. you know to label or define certain things that would define your character, then you'll never get to it. You get what I'm saying? If that makes sense, I think that I think I that's what holds you, you back. Right. It's like if you don't know if you don't know a house is a house, then you could live in a barn. Right. You could live in it. You get what I'm saying? You could live anywhere. But once you find out, once somebody says the definition of a house is a place with a roof, rah rah, it blocks you from water. It does this. It has a bathroom. In, uh-huh. That's when you start saying, "Oh shit, I need a house." I tell you, say that line. The spiel. You get what I'm saying? Say that line again. It's like if you if you don't know what a house is, you're living in a barn. You get what I'm saying? And that's what it is. The like spiel. It's like damn. Oh, how can I really tell you that? How do you really know if you're originally supposed to be a king if you don't know what the hell a king is? Right. You get what I'm saying? It's like you could be. It could be something that your whole family is known for that really you gonna grow up to be. But if you don't know what the fuck that is or how to define it, mm-hmm. you just it'll never become you. Like it'll never become you. Like wow. you know what I mean. So just just educate yourself, learn some more words, and just right. I, I mean talk imp- to the old people. I think it's important that if you if you want to be yourself, that you don't try to mold yourself mm. after what society what you feel society wants to see you as yeah. i feel like you should just genuinely be who you are and get society to make a decision to fuck with you or not and listen to the elders, man because one thing about it if you if you stick around your mama your uncles your aunts and they're gonna tell you, you exactly it. who the hell yeah. you is definitely got they definitely gonna be are. like i remember family when you, definitely gonna tell you who yeah you, are. you go to all you gotta do is go to a cookout and they're gonna hit you with a boy i remember when you used to boy you still do that man he been doing mm-hmm. it all his life right what he been pop up out? You know, we used to hide the cereal because he used to sneak in there and get the Captain yeah. Crunch. And you might be looking at him like, damn, I got like three boxes that right now. Your old the older people will tell you exactly who you is. Like That's before right. you realize before that people you can see know you. Yeah, because right. you know, when you little, you don't even know niggas can see you yet. Right. You just did, and then one day you look and say, Damn, he said my shoes crushed. Damn, niggas can see my shoes. Now I got to determine what I want them to see. And that's when you start. It'll definitely call you out. On yeah. Some shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Artillery. Hey, tell the people um, what you got going next. Where they going? Um, you, you know, well, just to let people know, I, this is the first place I'm going to say this at, but um, I'm officially 1017 Brick Squad now as of like two weeks. Yeah, we did the, the paper. We did some paperwork okay. on that. Commando Entertainment, that's still the team, though. Yes, sir. But, um. Yeah, we just did that. So I, I got a little help now. You Congratulations, got brother. Got a little help. First, they was just managing me, but now I kind of got a little bit more tight with OG Mike Drama and them. So right. we, we working. You get what I'm saying? I, um, going to Aruba on Sunday. So that's going to oh, be yeah. a dope trip going oh, out yeah. there. Okay. Take that's some pictures right and stuff and vibe yeah, a man. little bit and come back on the level from... Uh, what's going on? We do got the studio still going, you know what I mean? So that's moving. Um... Got some projects dropping, songs to TikTok, some more other type of music that I've been making. So right. okay. you'll hear that. Um, the Commando team, they still working on projects, doing music. So that's on the way. Um, I got a, um, I've got been dealing with this company called RVAC, RVA Cannabis. They're out of Petersburg, um, but they're they trying to help me create a CBD strand right now. Okay. 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 So okay. we're going to try to release, release some medicine out there. That's what's um, up. Yeah, man, just music, 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 and more music, man. It's kind of, the COVID is like, slowed so much stuff up. So right, it's like, right, majority right. of all the successes right now is like digital stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It's kind of hard to really, like, I got a show tomorrow night. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's different right now. It's like, like incubation phase. I feel like the world 
has gotten a chance. You know, all the animals get to hibernate in the winter. We still running around doing stuff like but Right, right. I feel nature gave us a time where it's like, yo, now it's time for the humans Man, to it's sit. Bars. Yeah, it's like now it's time for the humans to sit they fucking ass down and hibernate. You right. can't do shit like the bear does in the winter. Sit your ass still and when you come out, you should be ready. So a lot of the stuff is just recording, producing stuff, getting better equipment, um, learning more stuff about engineering because I record my own music. So Definitely does. Yeah, I record my own music. So as good as I am determines how good my quality is and compared with other people. So I constantly am learning new stuff to try to compete with these guys that is, that's running around the 30 or 40 engineers all over the world. I still have to be in one room by myself competing with the fact that he recorded with him and recorded with him and recorded with him. So I got to be better than all of them niggas now. Right, right, so right. Because I'm only using me. So the people don't know, that that means he's recording a track. Yep. And mixing yeah. and mastering his own track. <laughs> then putting it out through distribution. Then making the graphics. Then he making the beats like we were. It's just, man... It's it's ah the independent road is hard. It really is because you right. don't you keep more of the stuff you want to keep, but you mm -hmm. definitely gonna put out more energy and time. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying so. Nah. What are, what are people gonna find you? With? Um, Google Artillery to God, man. Um, on all platforms, you get what I'm saying. Um, shout out to Orchard, they do the distribution, but um, just on all platforms, um. Uh, the, it's a thing called Shazam where you can hold the screen, the screen on Snapchat and stuff, and um, mm -hmm. it pulls up music. I'm on that directory. I'm in Siri. I'm in Alexa. Um, so yeah, just just who is that to the guy? And it's gonna it's gonna pull stuff up. It's gonna pull stuff up. So hey, man, we appreciate you, brother. You know, thank you, thank for you for doing me. this. You know, we just up and coming. Thanks podcast. for having me, man. It was a dope build. This John was. We ain't had Very no silly talk. We was really having like building, hey, building. You know, every laughs and all. I'm gonna let people know right now. While drinking, so don't let nobody tell you every get drunk and every stupid, episode is not gonna chilling. be super ignorant. Yeah. Super. we might have some serious shit that we need to talk about. Mm. I tried to put a little bit of ignorance, but in I don't. I, I, the two episodes <laughs> I saw, man, I, as far. Y'all always got the good bills. Yeah. Where y'all really talking in there? So like, hey, it's all love. Every look, every episode not gonna be the same. Yeah. Every episode not gonna be the same. Where hey. they can find you at on real? Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you too. Yes, Ken. sir. Yes, sir. Where they can find me at? They can find me at Rails House. That's R E L L S H O S E <laughs> on Instagram, Rail J Miles on Facebook, and of course the Spill Podcast. Look, my bad man, I ain't put the TikTok videos up yet. It's all coming. It's I just wanna coming. throw a quick shout out to to the homie. E. Die Rich and the homeboy Chico G. Strong. He in the building with me. Make beats. Hit him up for the production. Hey, I got to shout him out. Hey, if you heard any input, it was from Chico. It was from Chico. Yeah, Chico, Chico was in Chico the building. Was he just went on camera. He, he just went on camera. When the Spill Podcast gets big, and we going to get big. We're going to shout out Chico. But we owe, we owe him some money. We owe him money for adjusting the camera. He already told he us that he did, needed yeah. cut. He already didn't claim this cut. So once we get on, because we ain't made no money from the shit yet. Hey, but shout out to everybody that's natural, man. Because there's a lot of locks in this camera. I'm looking. I'm like, man, it's locks. Oh, yeah. Locks in oh, yeah. It's you got a the lot locks of, going. It's a lot of black hair. We for the culture over here. Yeah. And last but not least, you can find me Red Duska R E Double D underscore D U S K I Facebook Instagram. Hey man, that was episode three. Salute. The Spill. The Spill Podcast. Podcast. We Appreciate out. you.